know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time. It's time. Ball junk episode nine. And God damn it. This one is fine. It's the gas man alongside Frankie Knuckles. Frank, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I almost just spilt a drink all over my computer, but that would be ready to go. The, I was too excited. The worst thing you could do at this very moment. Be. I put it on the ground. A little okay. too excited. Good. Good. <laughs> Well, it's been a while. I mean, uh, we're back for episode nine. I'm very excited. This is a huge show. We've got game one of the Stanley Cup finals between the Rangers and Los Angeles on the big screen TV in the background right now. Rangers are up one nothing in the first period. By the time you hear this, the game's going to be long over. That's right. So it doesn't matter. But it's still exciting that we've got sports on. And the Rangers are all over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> another one. It's another short goal. Jesus Christ. Kings are not looking good. Johnny Quick, not so quick tonight. A little slow. I'd say it's the defense that's looking a little slow. Change his name to Walter Slow. That'd be a terrible name for for a goaltender. Well, terrible name for anyone, really. Well, that's true. That's true. So how's it going? (laughs) What have you been up to? Oh, not a whole lot. Yard work. Me too. Working. Me too. That's about it. Watching sports, a lot of sports. Me too. Some drive-in trips. Some, oh, you've been going to the drive-in. I went twice in the past week. Oh, wow. And then once to see Million Dollar Arm, which we're going to discuss on we the are. show. And by the end of the movie, my battery was dead. In the car? Yeah, and I had oh, to get dear. jumped. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. All Is it because you went twice in one week? No, I think I had the fan on for a bit of it. It's because I didn't want mosquitoes to get in the car and... She had the windows the car, up. The car yeah. is old, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they charged it, no problem. It took about five minutes, but. I'm, I think they do that often for yeah, people. Yeah, they do. They did it on Friday night, too, so I knew I was good to go. I wasn't too worried. You did it for you or for someone else? For someone beside us. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, 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 what else did you see at the driving? Uh, Maleficent, which I wasn't crazy about. Right. Did you like, you liked that a bit? Didn't well, you? it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I was expecting it to be. The story of Sleeping Beauty from Maleficent's point of view, but it really wasn't that at all. It was more like um, this is the actual story of Sleeping Beauty. What you know was not what really happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I thought that was all right. Yeah. Uh, and then what else? Godzilla again and blended. Nope. I'm struggling to remember why. Oh, a million ways to die in the West. Oh, I heard that was god awful. I did not like it. No. No. And you like comedies. Yes, but not Seth MacFarlane comedies. Oh, right. Yeah, you got a thing <laughs> against that guy. But I had hopes right. for, high hopes for that one, uh, weirdly. That's all right. But this Good isn't man. a movie podcast. No, this is a sports this podcast. Is, we're going to talk about sports. We've got this a huge show. That's right. It is about balls. All kinds of balls. Round ones, some, ones, some that are small, some, some flat, that are large. Some spherical ones. Like, spherical ones. That's right. <laughs> some oval-shaped ones. That uh, you know that people call a pigskin, not pink skin, right? It's, right. It right. is pigskin, right? Pig. Pig. Okay, because it's made of cows. I don't know if it still is, to be honest. Oh. 
not cows. I should know that. You I should, don't know that. That's that's a fun fact you should uh, have for episode 10 when mm. we do this again. I'm all about the rhymes tonight. I didn't even notice. You didn't notice? No. I rhymed nine with fine earlier, and then I just rhymed 10 with again. You're a poet, and you know it. That's true. I think it's just because you know I'm around sources every day in the store. Hmm. You know, some people like to read novels, not me. Thesaurus. Well, I don't know if this thesaurus necessarily necessarily teaches rhymes. No, it doesn't. Although I think there are some that have There's rhyming dictionaries. Yeah, yeah. That that's synonyms. probably what I was thinking yeah, about. Totally. I don't know who the hell said thesaurus. So we got a huge show. We're going to talk a little bit about the NHL playoffs. We're going to talk some NBA playoffs. But our main focus is the big event that's starting uh, in just a couple weeks' time. Two weeks? Less than Uh, that. One week. It starts next Thursday. Next Thursday. The 12th of June. World Cup 2014. Opening match. I knew when I was watching the draw live on TV... They were picking who would be in Brazil's group. The first one picked would play Brazil. Who would it be? Obviously, Croatia. Mm-hmm. My team. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Not very good about that game. No. That's for sure. But uh, so you must have been pretty excited when they were, when you found out they were matched up in. Uh, no. 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 I, well, it could be worse, obviously. But you could be. It's in, a pretty uh, tough group. You could be in Group G. Yes. Um, or you could be in, I think it's Group D. Uh, yeah, Group B is pretty good too. There, well, uh, so Group G is what they call the Group of Death, correct? Which is very ominous for sports division. The God. How about that? God. <laughs> I'm glad that you said it, just in case people, you know, weren't capable of spelling. Well, that's why we have dictionaries and sources <laughs> all over the place. I'm how I'm the dictionary on this show. All right, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the World Cup. Like, you're not exactly a big soccer fan. No, no, you don't watch the footy on on television. I watch every World Cup. I try to watch every game of the World Cup. Do you do? Yes. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Is it just because you're? You have Croatian heritage? No, I, I like the World Cup. I like okay. the tournament. I, I, I've always said the uh, Premier Leagues and other leagues, it's just there's too much to follow. Right. It's, well, you can I don't feel one. like I'm getting a look at all the best players playing in the same scenario, Right. which necessarily isn't true for the World Cup either, but I like the contained aspect of the World Cup and the tournament style. Uh, very accessible. Uh, very intense, and it's a great tournament, and I look forward to it every four years. This is no exception, and uh, just hoping for Croatia to do well, but they won't, I don't think. Do you know what the odds for Croatia to win the World Cup? Are, are we talking something to one? No, like uh, like uh, how much you would uh, get if you bet. Uh, I'll say plus uh, 7,500. Double that. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. It's about right. <laughs> That's how I feel anyway. I mean, their, their goalie's been their goalie for the last three or four World Cups. I don't think he played in uh, the last tournament they were in. So, I don't know. They've got some good players. One of their best players is suspended, suspended for the first game. 
which is okay because they probably would lose to Brazil anyway. But I, us Croatians, you know, we're born chokers. I've said it. We had one good run where uh, Davor Shuker won the uh, golden boot, and I believe they won third place. Uh, what year was that? 98? 90, no, 2002, I think. Uh, but other than that, we don't fare too well. And we didn't. I watched some of the qualifying games, and they did not look good at all. Their offense is garbage. So I we are a bit of divers too. I'll even <laughs> I'll admit it. I don't like it. That's my one thing with soccer. That's what I. That's generally what I hate about soccer. Right. I hate it in the NBA, but as bad as it is in the NBA, it is a million times worse than soccer. It happens. I, uh, happens sometimes in hockey as well. Which yeah yeah, um, doesn't really happen in football very much. No, you don't want to fall down generally in football. No, that'd be terrible. Unless you're and, well, it, I guess the time they dive in football is trying to sell uh, blocks in the back and stuff like that. Sometimes the quarterbacks go down yeah, pretty hard. Yeah, too. for sure. Baseball Bro, though, Brady. Brady's a huge pussy. Yeah. He he'll dive and flop. Around. Baseball flopping in baseball. No, I don't think so. Unless it's a Rod's arm flopping to knock yeah. out the ball from someone's. He is kind of a dink. <laughs> All right, so Group A is Brazil. You're, the host nation. Right. Your your Croatian team, Team Frank. Yeah. Uh, Mexico and Cameroon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so who, who, who are you picking uh, to win Group A? Well, I'm sure this is no shock. Brazil. Brazil, obviously. I mean, uh, they, they, it probably won't be that difficult. They, I mean... You know, they might um, – I, honestly, I don't think they're going to have too difficult a time against any of these three teams. No. Mexico beat them, I think, with turn, in, the, in the Olympics. Right. So they might have a slight chance, but I, I think they'll cruise in this group. So basically uh, the, the big question is is who's going to finish second in Group A. Correct. I'm going to say Mexico. Yeah, I was, th- I was thinking Mexico as well. That's kind of what the odds are, are saying. You just uh, – I like to go negative against my team. Right. Then I'm happy if they make it through. So are you fully Croatian or do you have – My dad was born in Croatia. My okay. mom was born here. And what is your mother's heritage? Uh, English. English. So do you care much about – no, surprisingly. No? I think it's just because my last name is Croatian. That's You're, you're Frank Croatian? That's your <laughs> no, name? No. It, it is pure Croatian last oh, okay. name. No H at the end either. I'm not adding H's so people know how to pronounce it. A lot of people do that. Because it's Knezic. All right. So they'll add an H. That's, and that bothers you? That's so pussy. <laughs> that's the worst. Some Like when people... Write out your name. Do they sometimes add the extra H no. in there? Oh, no. Not that I've seen. On a level of 1 to 10, where's the anger level for when you see the H? About a 5. That's not too bad. No, but I am angry about it. <laughs> I feel bad for them more than anything. Wow. You feel bad for them. I just, you know. It, it might not be their choice, though. <laughs> they could have immigrated and they... Whoever was working at the office spelt it that way when they said it. So I don't put all the blame on them. Right. So group B, we've got Spain, the Dutch. I love the Dutch. Chile and Australia. Not a bad group. Who are you picking to win group B? Spain. 
Clearly. They've won the last three ter- major tournaments in a row. Yeah. Their team is loaded. Yes. Absolutely loaded. So, so. they've won the last two Euros yeah. and the, the last, last World Cup. World Cup. So do you know the, the team that won the World Cup before them in mm. 2006? Was it Italy? It was Italy. And they've gone downhill ever since. Yeah, that's your team, right, Greg? Well, it's half of my heritage. So who who do you cheer for primarily, though? Well, I feel like it's Italy. Um, I, I suppose the, the, it, it, it used to be, but now I, I don't watch any Italian soccer. I only watch English Premier League, so I'm a lot more familiar with uh, the players from England who are going to be playing for the team in the World Cup. So, so do you have English heritage? Yeah, my my mother's side. Oh, okay, just like me. Yes. Okay, so England, interesting, okay. But, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I would prefer, I mean, they're in the same group, um, which is horrible. <laughs> That's a, like a terrible occurrence. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I guess whatever one comes out of there victorious is the team that I'm going to. Hopefully uh, one of them makes it out. Yeah, hopefully. Imagine if both didn't. That's probably not going to happen, although England sure seems to suck when it uh, when it counts. I mean, they, I don't think they've... Well, they haven't won since the 60s. But they've always advanced. I believe they have. Yes. I think, if they've been in the World Cup. so. But yeah, so Spain, uh, they're, uh, uh, they've got some pretty uh, decent odds to win the World Cup, plus 650. I'm actually surprised it's That's in the pluses. That's kind of low, yeah. Well, I think what's no European team has ever won the World Cup in South America. Right. That's so obvious. So that's the big one of the big storylines going into the World Cup. I imagine that most of the players from those uh, non-South American uh, uh, countries are just afraid of being murdered and not making it out alive. Right. And I think part of it, which is a huge running theme as well, is especially for Brazil, seems to be the weather. And... Because of the size of Brazil, there's lots of different climates at the stadiums that they're playing at. Right. Some are rainforest, humid climates. Some are just pure heat. And it seems that there's going to be a lot of traveling. There's a lot of analysis of which teams are traveling the most miles in between games. The logging, that kind of travel can take its toll on you. Right. And that seems to be a pretty big theme and a, a deciding factor. See, the players should go over early. And get used to it? Yeah. And just drive around for a week? Yeah. Just get just, used to driving? Yeah. You know, they could just they could go over like a month early and, and practice over there and do all that stuff over there. Yeah. They'll probably fly, I would think. I don't think they'll drive. Well, they wouldn't drive, no. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's my, uh, yeah. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> I think, I think they can afford to fly between these cities. I would think so. I hope so. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how much of a factor that is. To me, for some reason, I wouldn't think that would be that big of a factor. No. I, as long as you're there a little early, you get a little sleep in, it's not that big a deal. The weather for sure could be a factor in terms of heat and humidity, elevation. All three of those things are key things down there yeah. so i would th- 
Now, I, I don't think Spades is the odds-on favorite to win. Do you know who the odds-on favorite to win the World Cup is? I, I think it's Brazil. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. I hope they don't, though. You hope they don't? No. Who do you want to win? Uh, Anybody? We'll the team I'm picking to win, so. Oh, so you're well, not I, picking well, Brazil sorry. to win. I would want Croatia to win. It right. seems unlikely. If Croatia can't win, I've got another team I'd like to see win. I think... Uh, Argentina also has uh, some pretty good odds to win it all. Interesting. So what about uh, second place in Group B? It's pretty... I think it's the Netherlands. I mean, uh, Chile, um, um, they narrowly lost to... Uh, uh, they play uh, they played Brazil and Germany in some qualifying, and you know and they narrowly lost. But uh, I just think... Uh, I think it's just going to be uh, Holland, Netherlands, or the Dutch, the Orange... I do love their jerseys, so I'm oh, rooting. Yeah. I'm rooting for them as well. Oh yeah, I, you, I love those jerseys. Been to Amsterdam, lovely city. You have, yeah. Now, is is the donut the Dutchie named after Dutch? Like, is that like a popular delicacy? And not, in, not in that Holland? I know of, because I'm always curious where that came. I think from. I ate chicken wings when I was there. Uh-huh. <laughs> we went to the uh, Amsterdam equivalent of Hooters. Right. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. And what was it called? I can't remember. Hooters. I can't remember. That was one of the best days ever. Uh, and then Chile. Were the, were the, were the waitresses at the, uh, the Amsterdam Hooters buxom? Yes, I believe so. Okay. No, I don't think it was as staggering as we thought it might be. <laughs> but it, it's, like, it's an amazing city. <laughs> I know when we got there. We got there when a train took us there. We arrived at 4 in the morning. Thankfully, we had someone with us who spoke Dutch. Or else we would have been completely screwed because everything's automated at that time of night. Oh, okay. For train tickets and transfers, and we would have been lost for sure. So that worked out well, and we just spent the whole day there. Nice. Awesome you, uh... city. Very clean, very friendly. Uh, just once you do, you can we do kind of a lap of the city, just walking it, and right away you just kind of get a sense for the layout know where everything is. Uh, I love that place. Did you do any uh, drugs? Oh, well, yeah, some. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, get a prostitute? But like, this isn't, you know, that's kind of what... Uh, I guess. Amsterdam is like known for. Sure. Prostitution. The sex trade. Yep. Uh, nope. No. Here they passed some uh, new laws in uh, Ontario for prostitution. They did? Yes. Or it's going to be passed or there's something. It's, it's kind of... I was just watching the news. See, before... You were legally allowed to be a prostitute. Okay. However, solicitation. At least I'm not breaking any laws yet. Right. So <laughs> solicitation of one or making money from the act of prostitution was illegal in Ontario. Okay. But you could be one, but you couldn't do anything about it. I see. That seemed to be kind of strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, it'd be like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a prostitute. Do you make any money? No, that's illegal. Very strange. But now I think the whole thing can't do any of it anymore. You oh, can't really? Even, it's yeah. going the other way. I think so, yeah. Just to, Interesting. I think they're doing it to make it safer for people. Hopefully there'll be less prostitutes out there. Oh, I think they'll stay about the same. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Especially in, uh, in St. Catharines. There's quite a few. Really? Oh, yeah. Down by the, the hockey arena. It's Seriously? the worst. Yeah, I used to come out of uh, Ice Dogs games all the time, and there used to be tons up and down that street there that's uh, in behind, uh, uh, was it Queenston? 
Hmm. If you take that, if you take the side there. street from uh, from the arena to the hospital, because I used to go that way, then hit the oh, Tim, okay, that then, then okay, hit yeah, Tim Hortons. I could see out that. there that's after pretty, the games. I mean, that's I guess it's a grungy area, but uh, there used to be tons there, and uh, like people are trying to get their families into cars, and these girls are walking around. Well, around the hospital is a pretty well, yeah, it's, it's really a bad area, area, the old hospital. So. All right, so we both have the same in Group B. Spain and the Let's Dutch. Let's digress from prostitution. That's right. Temporarily. Well, I mean, you brought up Amsterdam. What the hell else am I supposed to talk about? Drugs <laughs> and hookers. It's a beautiful city. We don't have to reduce it to those two stereotypes. <laughs> I will find a way to reduce any city <laughs> on the planet to drugs or narcotics of some kind and prostitution. Let's I like the we- canals and the museums. <laughs> I like to party. I don't. Uh, group C, Colombia. I've been there. You want to talk drugs? There's plenty there. Yes. I didn't see any, but they're there, I'm assuming. Uh, Greece, uh, the Ivory Coast, and Japan. Japan. This seems like a crazy group. Yeah, it just seems not that interesting to me anyway. No. I mean, I think uh, Colombia is going to steamroll to winning this uh, winning this group. I can't see anybody even coming close to touching these guys. Yeah, I don't really have an affinity for any of these teams. I had Colombia finishing first as well. And then I have Ivory Coast. As do I. So there you go. Now, Greece, they recently won a, a Euro. I think that's like 10 years ago now, yeah. maybe longer, yeah. Man, they just kind of fell apart. I'm kind of I'm surprised by how fast, because there's so few World Cups and Euro tournaments. I mean, your window if you're a good not if you're a great player, it's a bit bigger. But if you're a good player, it's even smaller. So, uh, it's amazing how fast a team can go from being dominant to irrelevant. Yes. So I think soccer is one of the sports where stuff like the under. Is it 19 or 18 World Cup? And those are extremely relevant to the sport of soccer. And to me, maybe more so than any other sport in terms of youth play. Because soccer is so dependent on fitness and speed that I think there is an inherent advantage to being younger. I mean, there's sly, older midfielders, defenders, goalies, but... Youth is a competitive advantage. You, gotta be, you want a good balance. For the offense, you need to be young and fast and yes. fit. You can't be old and overweight like us. Correct. We'd be terrible soccer players. I played soccer a couple seasons. Yeah. I'm awful at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst soccer. <laughs> I just played because all my friends played. It was fun, you know, have some beers after the game, but I am brutal. My favorite part about soccer is subbing off the field. I love that part. That's, that's great. You get orange slices. I like corner kicks too. Corner kicks are all right. Because <laughs> I'm like, tall. Do you like being? Oh, you like to try to head it in. Sure. You don't want to kick the corner. Not kick. successfully, but I try. Right. Oh, I don't want to kick the corner. No, no sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Japan over the last couple of World Cups. You know, they were um, kind of a tenacious team. I wouldn't even rule out Japan or Greece for making it through. Well, the problem with uh, Japan is like their their captain and their best player is not playing right. in the tournament. And outside of a couple of, there's one guy that plays for Man U in the English Premier League, and there's a couple other dudes. But other than those couple of guys, there's not much else after that team. So, 
That's why I say Colombia in uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Oui. As the French would say. Uh, group D, like this is a this is a tough group. I mean, this is probably the second most difficult group because there are decent teams. More oh, very than just much the so. Two. Group D is a uh, Uruguay. I did pronounce that correctly. I think so. There's a lot of U's. Uh, Costa Rica, England, and Italy. <laughs> Correct. Oh no, that's that's incorrect. It's Italy, right? I swear to God. Uh, being of Italian heritage, there's nothing that fucking angers me more when people say Italian. Oh, I love a Italian food. A little side note. You know my affinity for a film called Nothing But Trouble. Oh, yes. <laughs> Great line in Nothing But Trouble. When Chevy Chase steps in uh, Alvin Valkanizer's bedpan, he says, Get your fancy Italian loafers out of my bedpan. I hate I, the the word Italian because I love, it. I love it because it's in nothing but trouble. My heritage is not from Italy. That's true. So it just it always has bothered me. Italian. That's right. Like Ital pasta, <laughs> the fake craft dinner. <laughs> so, All right. So yeah, Group D. I'm not crazy about the Italian soccer team. No. In fact, the Zidane headbutt is one of my. Favorite moments in soccer history. Well, I that mean, was the greatest. Well, it pretty much sealed the World Cup sure. win. I to me, that's a bit better than winning the World Cup. Headbutting an Italian <laughs> on the field, I loved it. I, just, I we we were all sitting there. We all wanted him because he walked right by the World Cup, right? Just to pick it up and spike it, right? When he walked by it, that but I mean, been the like, ultimate cap. It was a pretty insane headbutt, but I mean. From what was said to him, that was a huge overreaction. Wasn't it? Was it about his sister or something? Yeah. What was it? I don't know. The sister had a fat ass or a loose twat. I don't know. But I, <laughs> those One is pretty tame. <laughs> one is a little crazy. But still, it's like, I mean, the amount of, I mean, if you think about, think about NFL and NBA players, I mean, how often do you think when they're standing at the free flow line or they're uh, or they're they're lining up uh, the offense, the defense lines up, and like that they're not saying shit about oh, yeah. each other's mothers and sisters. Kobe and gets wives. fined for it for using derogatory terms all the time. Who? Kobe Bryant. <laughs> what I'm saying is that shit happens all the time. And other than when uh, who, who got into a fight with Carmelo Anthony about what well, was Kevin it about, Garnett? Was it cornflakes or what was that? No, Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. But I mean, like, like that shit happens all the time. And, you know, something like that. And the guy just turns around and, uh, and headbutts him. Yeah. It was a, in the pretty chest. Dumb. Pretty dumb, but amazing. Not even in the face. It was in the chest. Mm-hmm. And, which really probably didn't hurt at all. In the final. In the finals. Crazy. One it's, of the craziest moments in sports oh, yeah. history. Just ridiculous. People don't talk about that day enough. Oh, I, I, I really don't feel they do. I mean, I remember watching it. I was at uh, Boston Pizza in the Penn Center, watching it. It was place was full of Italians and 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 some no French people, but people who didn't want Italy to win. Uh, but it was just insane. And when that headbutt happened, it was just craziness. But I got my little flag and put it on my truck and drove around. Went down to Facer Street. 
Yeah, it's where all the Italians were. Yeah, I know a bunch of friends who went to Toronto, yeah. to Little Italy to watch oh, yeah. it. I had a Brio when I was. Did you down listen there. to Paul London? Did you blast it in your no in your car? But uh, they had a, a huge sound system set up, and they just kept playing "Eye of the Tiger" over and over again. Are you familiar with Paul London? He's like, like the a, pro wrestler? No, he's an Italian dance guy. Oh no, no, a lot of it. A lot of what? Italians listen to his dance music. Um, but my friend, London doesn't seem like an Italian name. Uh, it's, it's like a stage name. I think. Oh, but, okay. But my, it's one Paulie of my, London here. One of my best friends. I was the best man at his wedding. That was racist. He had Paul London at his wedding and the Italian people went crazy. Oh, really? At this wedding. Yeah, it was pretty good. They had a guitar and everything. It was exceptional. Doesn't take much to make Italians go crazy. A spicy meatball and a can of Brio. It's like the greatest afternoon you can imagine. Check out some Paul London. I think you'll really like it. I guarantee I won't. <laughs> All right, so who are you picking to win Group D? I'm going out on a limb here. All right. I'm going to say England. Oh, that is, a, that is going out on the limb there. I think they're going to do well. And I think... Um, second place, Uruguay. So Italy is not going they're forward. Gone. They're garbage. They're old. They're shit. They're done. What about Balotelli? Please tell me Toadie's not playing this year. No, he's no. Even a son. But but uh, but Giancarlo Buffon is still in that. Yes, he's the that. best. He's, he's the, best. the best. Yeah, he's awesome. Buffon. Wait, he's awesome. He sounds French. <laughs> he is awesome. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to pick Uruguay to win the group, and I think Italy is going to finish second. Hmm. I uh, I feel bad. For the English, because Steven Gerrard is like a god to me. You know, he's one of the greatest uh, midfielders, and he's a he's a hell of a captain. You know, he plays for uh, Liverpool, but um, you know, I just uh, I don't see them advancing out of this group, which does make me a little bit sad. Costa Rica, um, also a good team. Yeah, you know, you anyone know, could win. They could totally pull off a couple of draws and really screw some people teams over. So you never know what's going to happen out of Group D. Uh, group E, uh, the Swiss, neutral. They love everybody or hate everyone. Depends on how you look at it. Ecuador, France, and Honduras. Right. I actually have France coming out of this group. I don't think that's crazy talk yeah i don't think so either kind of an easy group comparatively speaking yeah i mean uh you know ecuador i don't know they might be able to pull a draw on uh one of these other teams and uh, under has got no shot uh you know the swiss will probably finish second i have that as well i mean uh they did play uh brazil in a friendly and beat them at the end of last year which is you know kind of a big deal it's a friendly i understand that it's a 2-1 Rangers in the second period, for those who are wondering where we're at in the show. What are you doing? Are you, you're like licking your chair. I'm bleeding. You're bleeding? Yeah. I thought maybe you spilled some cheese sauce or something. No, I'm bleeding. No. What did you do? Just like a scab that got picked up a little bit. Do you need, do you, do you need a Band-Aid? No, you want to take a I'll break? I'll push through. You're going to be all right? It's on the back of your wrist. That's a weird area. What, I think it was from gardening. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing a lot of that, doing a lot of lawn mowing and some, uh, you know, the edging mm -hmm. and uh, 
got the uh, the weed whacker out and uh, doing along the fences and stuff like that. Planted some flowers. Got some hanging baskets. Oh yeah, trying to make the the place look nice. Same here. Yeah, yeah. You got to. The thing is, I have to remember to water all of these flowers that I planted. I think I'm going to plant some vegetables too. Yeah. Yes. Small garden. Yeah, just like some hot peppers, maybe some cherry tomatoes. Got to get on that soon, man. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go to like the nursery and just get the actual plants. Oh, okay. And yeah. Stick them in instead of I, I. I can't do seeds. That's too much work. Just can put a plant, put it in the dirt, water it, and you're done. You know, maybe some cucumbers. I want to try to do some pickling. Hmm. I love pickles. Have you pickled before? No. That's what I'm thinking. Cucumbers and maybe uh, some hot peppers would be uh, delicious. Interesting. Yeah. Good know. luck with that. This is what my life has come down to. I watch <laughs> sports and pickle and grow vegetables and try things. Yeah, so Group E, uh, nothing too exciting. France, easily going to come out of that. And more than likely, Switzerland going to be the second group out of there. Uh, group F. Also not a very difficult group to pick, I would say. Uh, well, at least first place. No. Argentina, my favorite player, Lionel Messi. I love to watch him play. He's your favorite player. Uh, hands down. You it's not even close. Probably... 12 million other people. Sure, exactly. But he just, he's like, to me, is so much like LeBron in from in basketball and soccer. Just makes everything look effortless, uh, unselfish. Just everything I look for in an, a team athlete. So I have high hopes for Argentina. You know who else is like that? Giancarlo Buffon. <laughs> I guess. He just doesn't have the influence of those other players. <laughs> He, he's not in on every play and, you know, just can't make the same impact. So Argentina easily going to yep. come out of Group F. Uh, other teams in there, Iran, Nigeria, and Bosnia-Herzegovina. Mm-hmm. Who do you got uh, finishing second in uh, Group F? I have Nigeria because really? I, really, I really like their jerseys. I like the... T- the one that's two-tone green, a dark green and a light green, I think it's very striking. You know what? I mean, the odds are that Bosnia comes out of that uh, group, but that's not too out of the ordinary to think Nigeria I, might you got to mix it up a bit. I can't pick who everyone else picks for everything. That's true. I mean, it, it, there's not often like huge surprises yeah. in the World Cup, especially in the first couple of... There's usually one major team that goes out. Right. You think it's going to be Italy? Uh, if they're major, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think they're that major. What's their odds? What's their odds? I wouldn't even say they're in the top ten right now. The odds of winning it yeah. all? Uh, plus twenty five hundred. Okay. Same yeah, as Uruguay. So you know, probably not in the top ten. But uh, I again though. Another running theme of soccer seems to be that it's fixed. Right. And I, that has guided some of my picks in the later rounds. Right. Well, I mean, you you do like to think deeply about conspiracies in other sports, too. Oh, yeah. I, I just assume it's part of them. I What finals do we have right now? New York and L.A. Yep. The two biggest markets, coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? 
I think not. Well, I mean, there's the one reason that the Rangers are in the Stanley Cup final is because Sidney Crosby totally crapped out and they Derek Steppen ran Carey Price exactly. over. So, I mean, it's that wasn't like there wasn't uh, like a referee fixing or anything like that. Sometimes these things go deeper than you know. <laughs> it's more than skin deep. Not everything is the For fucking it to be Da Vinci a true code. Conspiracy. A lot of people have to be in on it. Right. The Kings are a good team. They are. Just remember when we did the last ball junk and they were on their way to being down three nothing and I was so excited and I had the San Jose Sharks winning the Stanley Cup. You did. You had them playing the Canadians. You came close with the Canadians are making it. And then that was the worst. Because I really feel like the Kings are very dirty. And the Rangers aren't too dirty. They're a little dirty. I just the the Sharks and Canadians, like I said, just play good hockey. I don't feel the Canadians are dirty. They pass well. They're they're fun to watch. And I just hate when these fucking grinder bullshit teams make the Stanley Cup and win every year. Except for Chicago. Chicago's pretty good, too. You know, um, the thing that actually rallied the Rangers when they were down 3-1 to the Penguins was the death, the death of Marty St. <laughs> Louis' mother. Hmm. Now, now conspiracy is you're the one. Right. I don't want to say anything, but you had quotes. Yes. For I'm, death. I'm just saying. So maybe she um, isn't dead. Maybe it, the NHL killed her to motivate or, the Rangers. Or the NHL did something. Look, look, he's on the ice right now. Yeah. Got a question coming up about that, too. In sack time. Yes. We do. Very interesting. This is going to be. Like, Speaking uh, of death. Yeah. This, this segue show, to the group of death. Group G. Group G. Germany, Portugal, Ghana, and the USA without Landon Donovan. Right. Here in Klinsman, cut him. Saying, you're too old. And we don't need you. He's scoring a lot of goals right now. He's kind of old. He's kind of like the most popular U.S. soccer player ever next to Alexi Lalas. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. You remember that guy? He'll be. He actually usually does. TV. Well, there we go. Tie game. He usually does TV coverage during. Yes, the, he's like the a sideline or yeah. color commentator. Well, Ghana's Ghana. Which they're Ghana. Are they're you sure here. about that? I think so. They might actually finish. I mean, they're not going to qualify, but they might actually finish See, third th- in that group. This is the group where conspiracy will most certainly come into play. Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about the USA and your Klinsman and, and and cutting of Landon Donovan. Did you did you hear about your uh, Klinsman's son? No. Apparently, there's some sort of a personal issue between Klinsman and Donovan, and it has to do with uh, out, out like uh, I don't think it has to do with particularly this World Cup team, but it has to do something in their past. Mm. And Jurgen uh, Klinsman's son, who is a goaltender in the U.S. system, um, uh, you know, apparently doesn't like Landon Donovan either. When the team was announced and Donovan wasn't on the team, uh, Klinsman's son sent out a tweet that said, ha, 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 Donovan. How old's this? He's son? like 18. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. It's pretty crazy. And then, of course, the tweet was deleted or his account was hacked or some other bullshit. 
I hate when my account gets hacked. Your, your, does your account get All hacked? All the time, people are tweeting stupid, stupid things. Come on. No, I'm joking. No, you're joking. Yeah. Just don't want to have the ability to deflect any blame for anything I've ever said. I've, I've, my account has actually been hacked once. For real? Yes. Yes. Oh, you mean like when it, the spam stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's happened to me a couple times, no. too. Um, you just change your password. Yeah, exactly. So I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if we both had Germany coming out on top here. Well, yes. Okay. That is uh, pretty obvious. The Germans, very powerful. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. I'm interested. I feel like it's going to be the U.S. of A. No way. What's the untapped market in, in football? Okay, so you're saying the conspiracy, like the U.S. is going to advance? Absolutely. Okay. And you know what? I hate Cristiano Ronaldo, and I don't want to see. I do not want to see him go through. So, I'm picking the good old red, white, and blue, baby. USA, USA. I actually have a a lot of love for the USA. So Is it because of Hacksaw Jim Duggan? No, I go there a lot. They have great sales and fantastic customer service in electronic stores. So that's all I ask for in a country. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. Always impressed by the service. In, in in which stores? Best Buy. Best Buy? Yeah. Have you been to any Targets in Canada? In Canada? Yeah. Yes, I have. Do you like them? They're okay. They're... I like the one in Welland. I like the well, one in Welland because it's never busy. No, it's... Well, it's Zeller's. It's still Zeller's. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's... You know, the prices aren't spectacular. The The, the Blu-ray section is just unorganized yeah it's horrible i mean the stuff i buy is the same price everywhere so price really isn't a factor i'm just looking for in and out not going through a jam-packed walmart parking lot that's out of the way so i bought a an above ground pool oh yeah oh yeah 14 feet 42 inches deep it's huge how is it it's awesome Hmm. yeah it was on sale for like 230 bucks what yeah I like, have to check out this pool. It was like half price. I got to see this thing. And uh, yeah, it's fabulous. Hmm. See, it's nice to uh, cool off after work with the, a little drink. Swim some laps? No laps. I just kind of <laughs> sit there. I can I can sit down and my head sits, sticks out the top and I just... Uh, it's like a big cool... cool a it's beverage. a cool tub. Yeah, it's a total cool tub. It's <laughs> so I who feel do you, cool. So who do you have second? Portugal. Okay. Like, no no big surprises. I, th- I think Ghana is actually going to finish third in that, uh, in that group. And uh, I just think there's so much against the U.S. Uh, what is that sound? That it's happening? an air freshener. It's what? <laughs> an air freshener. Oh, oh okay. That's, out, that's empty. Oh, I uh, see. At first, I thought it was like, like your fridge. Does your fridge make ice? No. Oh, okay. Because my fridge does, and it, uh, it kind of makes that sound. Well, I just say, screw Ronaldo and his freakishly long neck. <laughs> Go USA. And finally, the eighth group. There's a lot of groups. Yeah, oh yeah. Eight of them. Belgium. Algeria. Russia. And the Korea Republic. Hmm. So what, what, what is Korea Republic? Is that I have South Korea on my South Korea, right? Not North Korea. 
Or Los Rodman's on that team. Yeah, I don't think it's North Korea. No, okay. Yeah. It's probably South Korea. So this seems to be another not that interesting group. No. Belgium. Belgium the heavy is, favorite will of probably, this group. Probably win Group H. And uh, I'm going to go with the Russians. I, I, I don't think that's uh, a, too big of a jump. Well, I think I'm not really conspiracy, but I think uh, their terrible hostmanship of the Olympics will be punished and some of their unprogressive views in the world and their political situation now will also be punished and they will not make it through. Instead, South Korea will be the second place team. Take that, Russia. Russia's getting the next World Cup. So stick that up your Putin. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. How'd you like that? I liked it. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, if it's not going to be Russia, it's going to be the Korea Republic, which I think sounds much better than South Korea because uh, South Korea makes it, th- makes it sound like it's, it's the bottom of the Koreas. We're really not giving Algeria a chance here. If well, Algeria no. wins, we might have to do uh, nothing. Get Algeria tattoos for the odds <laughs> of Algeria to finish at the bottom of Group H uh, is minus one hundred and sixty-three. Really? Yes. Do you have their odds to win Group H? Because uh, then I'll just I'll bet a dollar on that, so at least it'll pay for my Algeria tattoo. Odds to win the group is plus twenty-eight hundred. Okay, that'll pay for odds it to win the World Cup plus one hundred and fifty thousand. I'll get a full body Algeria test. <laughs> <laughs> like this, the flag? Yeah. Or of just some random Algerian. You maybe get the, that, cu- the you'll country. You'll get that guy tattooed all over your no, body. No, the country. Maybe I'll get the Algerian uniform. Right. Tattooed on me permanently. That would be cool. That'd be a lot of work. Please don't win the World Cup Algeria. That'd be amazing. Well, <laughs> that's why that is the best because, I mean, unless you're streaking, it's going to be covered up all the time. Yeah. Do you, do you go do you go streaking? No. Well, then you're okay. I don't let anyone see me. <laughs> anyway, not even the Amsterdam prostitutes. <laughs> they gotta pay if they want to see that. Uh, then you're a prostitute. That's what I said before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Belgium coming out of Group H. Now you went further and actually looked. And, did all the matchups? And did all the matchups? Yeah. That's that's a lot of work for me. I mean, um, uh, I think it would be pretty crazy for Brazil to not win. I'll gi- I'll give you my final four. Okay, we'll just we'll skip all that other mumbo jumbo. Sure. Uh, but it's on the one side, it'll be Brazil versus Spain. Okay. With Brazil advancing. Yep. On the other side, Germany versus Argentina. Yep. With Argentina advancing, that would be huge for South America. And your winner of World Cup 2014. Lionel Messi. Argentina. Argentina. Finally getting his comeuppance. This guy deserves it. <laughs> why, why does he deserve it so much? Well, because he did not have a good World Cup last time. No. And he's kind of been down in the dumps lately. And I just want him to have his resurgence at this World Cup and just shove it up the world's ass. So you're pricking Argentina. I'm pricking Brazil. I, I think that final makes a lot of sense. Um, Who's your golden boot winner? Fred or Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's why I do not want Brazil to win. Some people like the cute little Brazil names. I don't. I think it's stupid. Right. Fred, Kaka, Hulk, <laughs> Robinho. <laughs> 
see, uh, I actually, I don't, I don't have a problem with Brazil. I've been watching um, um, the Brazilian edition of uh, The Ultimate Fighter, and it's been pretty entertaining. It's not hosted by Anderson Silva, is it? No, okay. there's no host. There's just the the two coaches and and the two teams. There's no. Or he's not a coach, is he? No, he's from uh, Brazil, right? Um, well, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um, no, it's uh, it's Vanderlei Silva, the axe murderer, and uh, and Chael Sonnen, who's the, oh, other. the the guy who gets into it, Michael Landsberg on OTR. That's right. Chael Sonnen's the best. Like like he self promotes himself better than pretty much anybody in the UFC because he's a huge pro wrestling fan. He understands that you got to get yourself over. He's the bad money. guy wrestler. Hmm? He's a bad guy wrestler. That's right. He's a heel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so but uh, yeah, I, I I wasn't sure if it was going to be Brazil beating Argentina or Brazil beating Germany, uh, but probably Argentina. So I think it's uh, I don't know maybe uh, uh, we're I, gonna. There's we'll a lot of good teams. Out. There, there uh, when I was doing my thing, I could see anyone: Italy, advancing. England, lots of good teams. Yeah. Croatia. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Croatia. No, they're garbage. No, they're garbage. Right. Even I'll admit they're, that they're bad. USA, I think, could win it all. Come on, I do. You think the USA can win it all? You got to put some money on that, man. They are trying to get soccer going. That's big money, USA. If they could rig a World Cup for USA to win, that's huge dollars. The odds for the USA to win the cup plus twenty two five. I mean, every other market essentially in the world is saturated. With fans, right? It's not mm-hmm. getting bigger. There's not that much room for growth. The USA, that's the prime territory. And notice the time. The time zones align with U.S. time zones this time. Going to get some big advertising dollars. Dude, put together a thousand bucks and put it on the USA. That's 22 and a half mil you'd be winning. I sh- oh, yeah, I'll probably put 2,000 two then. Might as well get 44 mil. It'll be forty-five, right? Whatever. <laughs> Since That's, I gave you the idea, would you spot me a, a little bit? I'll give you twenty bucks. Twenty bucks would be amazing. <laughs> That's like two trips to the drive-in. There you go, man. You're a pal. Wow, I'm. I'm but I'm going to try to watch every game already. Some of the best games. Uh, we'll continue this as a segue into the NBA playoffs. Sure. The best games. Two of the best games are on the fourteenth of June. I, I can't remember exactly what they were when I was seeing the schedule, but they were very good games. And I have a wedding on June 14th, all day. Also, Are you in the wedding party? No, it's my cousin. Uh, don't go. I, I got to go. Why do you It's my cousin. Go? Are you good friends with your cousin? I don't know. I like my cousin. What's your cousin's name? Nicholas. Does he prefer to be called Nicholas? Nick, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a little bit. I just, you know, I like going to weddings. I was at a wedding last weekend, too. I get invited to a lot of weddings. I'm a popular guy. <laughs> but then you got to bring a gift all the time. That's all right. I don't mind. That's the worst. But here's, so, and I had another wedding at the beginning of May up north. So I watched every game but two or three of the first round of the NBA playoffs. Okay. All game, all the there was five game sevens mm-hmm. in the first round. Three of them were on Saturday, May third, mm-hmm. and two were on in the afternoon on Sunday, May fourth. Yep. 
I was texting you the wedding during was, those games. The wedding was all day on the 3rd, so I missed all of those games. And then I was driving home seven hours during the afternoon on the 4th. So all this investment of time watching it, getting ready for the Game 7, and I didn't get to see one goddamn Game 7. They, uh, they were all... Well, they're all but one were great games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the last one that I caught the end of when I got home. Was the shitty one. Yeah, the San Antonio one. And I got to watch... The, thankfully, I got, made it home just in time for the fourth quarter of that game. And then the last two weddings I had, I love Sloan. Sloan's probably my favorite band. Sure. So... Last wedding on Saturday, Sloan. Free show in Niagara Falls. Wow. Can't go. Wedding. Because of the wedding. Yeah. Guess yeah. when Sloan's playing for free again nearby. Next wedding? June 14th. These weddings. So I love them. Who's, yeah. Whose wedding was when you missed Sloan? Uh, just a family friend. I, what, I, I don't, I've seen Sloan 50 fucking times. Okay, well, what about during these game sevens? You were up in my, like North my very or close, right? My very close cousin. I would not have missed that wedding. And what's your very close cousin's name? Faye. Faye. I just, I would always put the wedding above a sports event. It's not even close to me. What really. if Croatia was battling to win the World Cup and you had a wedding? Probably go to the wedding. Really? Well, if it was on your dad's side of the family, you'd probably get to watch it. That's true. Not a lot of family on that side, though. It's mostly all my mom's side. Yeah. Are they all in Croatia? Mm, mostly. They're, yeah, there's not a lot here. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would always pick the wedding over sports. It's a great... I. I've never had a bad time at a wedding in my life. The people seem to loathe going to weddings. I don't understand it. I love it. Do you get emotional? Not really, no. I just have fun. I like to work at the table, make some jokes. Jesus Christ. Have you ever been an MC? Several times. Yeah, me too. Several times. I think I'm close to 10 times. Yeah, I think three or four or five. The best is, though, if it's different people, because then you can recycle all your best jokes. I insist on going with fresh material every time. Oh, really? I never recycle. Oh, some of the some of the best jokes I've had are recycling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah like but it's usually the same people is, at all these weddings. So if I either I either use the groom or the best man as this example, and I always say, you know, I um, I know Bob was really nervous about uh, making his speech today, and uh, I ran into the bathroom and he was going over some lines and. After he snorted in the back, he was good to go. <laughs> I think I saw where that one was going. Yeah. Yeah, I like it, though. Well, that's a good one. You don't do the hand on top of the other hand, do you? What? You, every wedding I go to, someone does this. They say, they tell the groom, okay, bride, put your hand down. Groom, put your hand on top of her hand. That's the last time you'll have the upper hand. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I, it's the worst. That's if, terrible. I'm sorry if you do that at a wedding and you listen to this. You're the worst. Get some new material. Have you ever done the, uh, our next speaker needs no introduction, and then you walk away? No. <laughs> only original written material. <laughs> really? That's probably why you've only done four or five. Maybe. You don't bring the house down like I do. I, I just like to mix it up. Each, yeah. each wedding is a fresh experience. Have you ever been a best man? Yes. Yeah, twice. Groomsman? A lot of times. Yeah. Bridesman? No. I've done that once too. Yeah? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> the dress fit awkwardly. I bet you were pretty. Yeah, super pretty. <laughs> 
All right, so say I missed a lot of the best NBA games. Yes. Unfortunately. But other than that, other than the games where I had weddings, I think I've watched every game. Some catching up in DVR and fast-forwarding commercials and stuff like that, but watching every game, essentially. I've watched more NBA playoffs than NHL playoffs by far. And I was talking at the beginning of last show how Adam Silver seems to have put in a, a word that a home court is no longer a pass into the next round. Mm-hmm. It seemed that way in the first round. The first round was so frantic, exciting. Balls to the wall. Except. And now it's just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's like, well, that was fun for one round. Now let's get the, the good teams. Make sure it happens. Right. Because the next series were terrible. And even the conference finals were not very good either. Now, if it wasn't for Lance Stevenson doing ridiculous things, <laughs> it would have been pretty lackluster. Before we uh, really get on, like um, I think it was two days after we recorded the last episode of the Ball Junk podcast. Oh, the Donald Sterling. The stuff. biggest thing to hit sports in years happened. Yes. Shortly after we recorded. So we didn't actually talk about that. Yeah. So Donald Sterling, kind of racist. Yeah. I, I'm sure he's not the only one in the NBA. Oh, probably not. But uh, he's probably the only racist that just made $2, million, $2 billion for being racist. Yes. Well, he could have made that anyway. But uh, he probably wouldn't have sold, though, at any point. No, I don't. So until he realized, you know what? I'm just going to sell this team. That's like the greatest slap on the wrist ever. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I'm kind of sick of Donald Sterling coverage. Right. I thought it was a very weird situation. Are you it's sick, a little, it's are a you sick st- of uh, V. Stiviano and her crazy mask? I haven't even seen anything of her lately. Oh, okay. I, it's a scary situation when your private conversations are being used against you. So we should not um, say anything bad on these shows. No, do your best <laughs> not to. We're we're knowingly putting them out in the public. Right. So if if anything comes of it, that's my fault. And, I understand. Well, that and if if we say something, most people wouldn't understand that we're just joking. Yes. I think the best take I saw on the whole saga and pretty much summed up what I thought was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's written piece. I don't know if you read that. It's pretty good. It was very good. Yeah. And that's... He slammed I, both sides. Exactly. And I thought that was uh, extremely, extremely well written and summed up my feelings exactly. So let's look at a hypothetical situation. Say Sterling decides to fight the NBA on this thing and take it to court and, you know... And say it's it's still unresolved by the time next season starts. If you're, you know, Chris Paul or or Blake Griffin, do you organize the team and say, you know, we're not going to go out there and play, or would they go out and play? Well, I think their concern is pretty much alleviated. Right? Is which the team's been sold. Yes, he's not fighting whether or not he's selling the team. He's fighting, I think, his fines. No, but I'm just saying if he decided to not to like to fight selling the team and just hold all of this up in court as long as he possibly is could. Is that is I don't even know if that's possible though. Sure it could be. I thought it it's pretty much done. It's just got to be go through the owners. But I'm just saying like I mean he could bring a lawsuit. Maybe I guess. You know, uh, and lawyers can tie this shit up. 
I mean, he probably would never win. Yeah, I imagine they wouldn't play the, at least the first game. I, if anything, it might be a, a league-wide strike based on the current knowledge and current situation. Right. But a lot can happen between now and then. LeBron seems to think that, uh, or he kind of said that like he wouldn't play or nobody should play or something like that. Yeah. Well, but yeah, crazy situation. But uh, And along with that, the the Cleveland Cavaliers have won the number one draft pick. Yep, that's a that's part of a sack time question. Do you want to talk about it now, or do you want to wait till then? Which just interesting. That's all. we'll wait and talk about it then. Uh, there's also you didn't do little hand quotes when you said interesting. I'm surprised. Was that implied? It just pit, I'm so pissed off because that was a traded pick from one spot above the Pelicans. <laughs> if they had just not tried one more game, that would have been theirs. That's all I think about. So because oh, the, the numbers. There's a number of combinations that get assigned to each spot. So if they had ended up in that place, they would have gotten it. But they had to try. They had to be noble and stupid and win games when they shouldn't have. Right. So bad. The problem was that uh, you know, if, if Anthony Davis had missed one extra game. Yeah, maybe. He is so good. I love that guy. He's pretty awesome. And I guess the other huge story, which I this is the one thing I did want to talk about. Okay. The Kevin Durant MVP speech, which people are saying turned around their season. Okay. Did you see it at all? No. Everyone was saying, this is the greatest MVP speech ever. Oh, I see. He uh, acknowledged all of his teammates, said his mother was the true MVP, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Call, addressed each of his teammates specifically and thanked them for what they do. You know who... Uh, um, uh, Kind of got some, uh, not really notoriety, but uh, talking in the media about thanking his mother was uh, uh, Mr. T back in March when he was uh, inducted into the WWE Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. He did a whole thing about his mama, and it was one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen. Have you ever seen his Treat Your Mama Right video? No, but it probably has something to do with that. We'll watch it after. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm sure I'll love it. (laughs) Uh, But everyone is going out of their way to talk about this speech. Okay. It is 26 minutes long. It is one of the worst speeches I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. It is the same thing over and over again for 26 minutes. It's emotional, yes. I like that he acknowledged teammates, but it is a bad speech. And that should be made more aware to people or be called out. I've heard nothing but praise. Not, you know, you said the same thing 20 times. Did you really have to say it individually to everyone? I had to watch this thing for 26 minutes to see why it was so good. Did what he a mention, waste of my time. Did he mention the nickname that he gave himself? No. What was that one again? The, uh, not the, the Watcher? No, not the Watcher. I don't um, know. I can't remember. But it was a terrible, terrible nickname. Yeah. I have no idea. I just know Durantula. Slim Reaper. Oh, that one too, yeah. Craft but Dinner. It, well, and there was, that came after a headline saying he was Mr. Unreliable. Right. Because he was losing games and stuff like that. I mean, I'm glad they didn't win. You I, hate Kevin Durant. No, I, I think You hate OKC, though. They are the most boring team to watch yeah, in the entire playoffs. Them. They are awful. They, they do the same thing every time. And then I love that in the game they lost to the Spurs in overtime. He was like 1 for 11 in overtime, 0 for 5 from three-pointers. Here's an idea. Why don't you pass the fucking ball? 
You know who uh, made a difference in some games was uh, Serge Ibaka. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. But I, I'm glad to see them lose. Of course. I knew you would be. I yeah. believe you sent me a text in all caps that said, I hate OKC. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. So. so we got a rematch of last year's finals. Yep. Which I'm pretty happy about. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a good series. I love LeBron. No surprise there. Yeah. And uh, obviously rooting for the Heat. I think a lot of people are rooting for San Antonio from what I've seen. But uh, Dwayne Wade has played oddly and unpredictably amazing in the past couple series. So I I think the Heat are going to win. Duncan uh, made some pretty powerful statements. What was that? Well, he was just saying, you know, uh, you know, we're glad. Oh, he said they're going to win, right? Yeah, he said we're glad it's Miami. We still have that bitter taste in our mouth, and this time we're going to win. Um, I like that leadership from Tim Duncan because he's too quiet. Yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, he could win his fifth NBA championship, which would put him with Kobe Bryant and Magic Johnson. Five? I thought it was four. No, this will be his fifth. Yeah? That's what? a big deal. It is, and I hope it never happens. Uh, Tony Parker, health is in question. Although uh, some interesting stats came up that the um, San Antonio scores slightly more points when Parker's not in the game and allows slightly less points when he's not in the game. Hmm. I mean, it's like less than like a point each way, but uh, that was kind of an interesting stat for the games that he's played and games that he hasn't played this year. No, I would love to. I, I just I don't want there by the end of his career to be any doubt or debate that LeBron is the best player who's ever lived thus far. I think so. Anything we can do to solidify that, and just anyone who's like, oh, he's not that good. What about Jordan? What about Magic John? LeBron, I had a a conversation with a uh, a former colleague co- coaching baseball, and we were just clicking on all cylinders. We agreed with everything. We're like, LeBron's the best. Not even close. This guy's like 60 years old. It was just finally someone who knows what's going on here. I think um, like um, because the, the sport in all sports, there, there are so many different eras. Like it's like it's it's hard to say who was a better hockey player between Bobby Orr and Wayne Gretzky because like the style of hockey that was played – yeah. In the seventies and the eighties was completely different. And one thing you could always look at is just look at the goalies. Yes, <laughs> yes. The goaltending, like I mean, is I mean now the goaltenders are way better. They're like the best players on the teams now. So it's and the same thing with basketball. I mean, LeBron's like right, like in his generation, he's easily the greatest. Um, but I think uh, a guy like him. Playing against guys like uh, uh, Oakley and Malone and Barkley in their primes, I think they'd kick the shit out of him. Mm. And I think that makes a big difference. I think LeBron is stronger than every guy you mentioned. Well, I, I think he's stronger, but I don't think he's mean like those guys were. And there was a lot of shit that those guys were doing in the in the eighties and uh, late eighties and uh, early nineties. You know, with when those guys were. You know, when they were the best, I mean, throwing the types of elbows they were throwing, like the game was different. And, you know, and, and in that era, Jordan was like so far clutch above 
everybody else. Like, I mean, in, in six championships speaks volumes. Um, you know, and you know, if LeBron wins a third in a row and, you know, going to the fourth finals in a row, that's a huge deal. But, um, I think it's, there are so many factors that make it completely like, it's, it's so hard to, to say who's the greatest of all time. Yeah. I, that's why I want to make sure it's clear by the end of his career. If he has seven championships. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. I just want to get closer to that number. So debate is gone. At this point, I understand the debate. I just want to eliminate it by the end of his career. I mean, when you look at a total number of, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about championships, like I don't think there's anybody except for 70 year old people living in Montreal that think that Jean Beliveau is the greatest hockey player of all time, Mm -hmm. you know, or, Henri Richard is the greatest hockey player. I mean, he has like 12 rings, Henri Richard. You know, that's a big deal. <laughs> so, I mean, it uh, number of championships is is important, but I guess, you know, like the dominance in your your era. I just think it's it's yeah. too too big of a difference. Other thing would be the side note to that, the LeBron stare down of MJ in the f- right. opening round. Got right. some notoriety too. Sure. I mean, uh she was, just punched him right in his fucking yes. face. <laughs> I think it was uh, Horace Grant came out and said that uh, uh, Jordan and the Bulls would be able to control LeBron. All oh, right, right. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's uh, it's kind of hard to say. Yep. You know. So, uh, looking forward to NBA Finals. Hopefully, Game Seven or the final game of the series isn't on June Fourteenth. Right. That's all I ask. I understand. That would be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's going seven games? That mm. means game seven is in San Antonio this yeah. time. I don't think it's going seven games. Do you think the Heat will win? Yeah. Can you see a situation where San Antonio wins? Oh, I could definitely see them winning. Right. Whatever the commissioner decides. Hey, who's <laughs> winning this? Refs, call it accordingly is what I see happening. Um, it, it's, it's unfortunate that... Uh, a lot of the playoffs over the last, especially the finals over the last few years, it's the the officiating has been horrendous. Yeah, you know, which is you know it sucks. I don't. I am okay with bad officiating. The thing I hate the most when I'm watching basketball is when there's a obvious terrible call, and Reggie Miller will be. I think that's the right call, Marv. Uh, you got to see he's like he'll always be contrarian and always defend the league and officials. And there's many more announcers. He's the worst for that. Now, do you have you always hated Reggie Miller, or do you just hate him as an analyst? More so as an analyst. I I just can't take him when he's broadcasting. But I just hate any announcer that never acknowledges that a bad call is made. There's a, a few of them. That will never say, ooh. They'll say, yeah, I don't know about that one. Jeff, it's, Van, it's, Gu- Jeff Van Gundy's the only one who'll say, that's not a foul, or that right. is a foul, or I would like to see no call there. He's definitive about his opinion. Now, and, and yeah, unfortunately, during the game, you're not going to get like, but uh, like the halftime panels are, they're on the refs a lot. Oh, yeah, I love Which them. is great. I, li- I like both. I like ESPN, yeah. Jalen and Bill. And I love Charles. I just, oh, Charles that was the awesome. other thing. Shaq needs to shut up when Charles is talking. Yes. Especially in the first round. He kept interrupting him with these terrible jokes all the time. The only people anyone want to hear from is Charles Barkley. 
So if Sir Charles is talking, Kenny, Shaq, shut your fucking mouths and let Charles talk. I think ESPN needs a better host because Ernie's a good host. Yeah. You know. well, I, what's her What's her name? Yeah. Storm. I, I don't know what her name is. I mean, they had Michelle Beadle filled in one yeah, game, and I, she was actually a little bit better. But uh, it's been awkward with them at times. Yeah. Like the one where they were watching the game and got back late, and I think she'll be gone. I don't think there's much chemistry between no. her and the rest of the. No. I mean, and Wilbon is good, but he's not a host. Yeah. He's he's a better analyst. So I mean, I don't know. They need to uh, get a better uh, NBA host. They need to get uh, I don't know James Duffy. Hmm. Don't know about that one. You don't like him? No. Okay. I'm trying to think of who'd be good. Who do you think would be a good host? Oh, that's what I'm trying to. Think. Tony Reale. I'm almost thinking someone not related to basketball. He's leaving. He's going to Good Morning America, apparently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking maybe a comedian or something would be good. That'd be interesting. Who knows sports? Um, Who knows basketball well? Billy Crystal? Jerry Seinfeld? Mm, I don't like either of those guys. Okay. Flea? (laughs) Definitely not Flea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, It'll come to me. Jack I th- Nicholson. I th- I'd like to see him mix it up a bit. Right. Will Smith. Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. Let's get Ahmad Rashad back. He's a good host. He was not, awesome. uh, not who's uh, who's the uh, the fat brothers. Uh, the, the fat. Oh, uh, Gumble. Not Gumble. Yeah, I'm not. They're okay, but yeah. Uh, Ahmad Rashad would be awesome. Well, Felicia Rashad, his wife. Yeah, no. 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 Okay. If anything, bring back Willow Bay. Oh. E- either one of the former NBA Inside Stuff hosts, I'd be fine with. Saturday mornings, Inside Stuff? It used to be my favorite show. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Your favorite show I used was to NBA t- Inside Stuff? In 1992, <laughs> I used to wait every day for NBA, or every Saturday for NBA Inside Stuff. I had my my basketball cards and... Checking everything out, hoping there's a good story about the Hornets. Oh, yeah. Used to love that. (laughs) The Hornets. (laughs) Those are simpler times. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. I understand. So NBA Finals, I mean, if if Parker plays every game, San Antonio has obviously a much better chance to win, I think, especially in the – I mean, even though the stats say something different, he's still kind of an integral part of that. Yes. Um, so you think San Antonio? I want San Antonio. And you to picked win. them originally. And I, I, I actually I don't remember who I think I might have picked the Pacers to win, but I know I picked the Spurs to get to the finals. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I don't remember who I picked to win. I think it was probably the Pacers. Um, I mean, like I said when we did our NBA preview, I mean it's it's kind of hard to bet against San Antonio because all they do is win. They play. They play the right way. They do, and Popovich is awesome. the greatest. He is. That's the other thing that I can't stand. These coaches, I may have said this before. I don't care. I'm going to say it again. The inside the huddles, these guys are saying, "You got to want it more. We got to rebound the ball. We got to hustle out there. They're, they want it." These are the most obvious things. If you have to tell these to professional basketball players, either there's something wrong with the players. Or you just don't know what to say as a coach. You don't have right. the insight to say what's going on. Then I see Popovich huddles, and he's telling guys, 
If so-and-so has the ball, I want your body facing the baseline, forcing him this direction, doing this. They'll like talking strategies, seeing the game in a different way than a motivator, a motivator sees the game. Like that's what a coach should be. That's why he's the best. That's what Phil used to do. I don't understand why there's not more coaches that are talking X's and O's and giving insight. Maybe they just choose not to share that stuff when the cameras are on them, but I doubt it. It's, I mean, I used to, you know, I used to see Phil Jackson, you know, <coughs> telling Michael Jordan what to do. You know, that's what a coach does. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The state of coaches is they're they're more managers of ego and motivators than anything now. And I think that's why the Spurs have been good for so long. There's so little strategic competition in the league. And uh, if uh, if San Antonio wins, do you think uh, Popovich, Duncan, Ginobili, and uh, Parker all retire together? You didn't? Did you say Popovich? Yes. I don't think Popovich was retire. No, you don't think he uh, walks away. If he did, I think Duncan goes too. Yeah, I think. so. I think they go together. They would leave the Spurs in shambles. Oh, well, yeah. If that happened, that franchise <laughs> would be think, done. I don't think Tony Parker's retiring either. No. But I think, uh, you know, I mean, I they, think they probably could all afford I think Park, to. I think Duncan might retire. Ginobili probably should. Yeah, he might. I, he's a question mark. But I think Parker will stay on with Kawhi Leonard. They'll probably sign someone else. They're, they're another rumored suitor for Kevin Love. Yeah. And with Popovich. And they'll be good again right away. Could be. Um, speaking of uh, coaching, here's a big, uh, the latest rumor coming out of uh, Los Angeles. Another one of my most hated players, Derek Fisher. No, no, no. Well, he's rumored to be going to the Knicks. Oh, okay. But uh, no, the uh, the latest rumor out of uh, Los Angeles is 73 year old Larry Brown coming back to the oh NBA. Oh my God. I love hearing Jalen Rose talk shit about Larry Brown. That's one of my favorite things. He he will go out of his way to call out Larry Brown anytime he gets the opportunity. Yes. I love it. He he hates one Larry and loves another Larry. Yeah, I hope they do get Larry Brown. Do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> Some of the other possible candidates they've said uh, Dunleavy. Oh, God. Uh, Are they for real? B. Scott. Byron Scott? Byron Scott. I hope they like coaches who sit at the sidelines with their arms crossed the entire game because that's their man. Well, I think the problem is that, I mean, um, a, a person to coach that high-profile team, like that coach isn't actually out there anywhere. Like there is there is nobody that they could hire that people would say that's going to be a good fit. Yeah, I know? don't think he's interested. The only coach that I obviously have said this before, if Van Gundy, Jeffrey – was available. I would do anything I could to get him. Right. How do you feel about uh, the Ron Jeremy of the NBA, Stan Van Gundy? He's amazing. In? Yeah. That w- that w- I would say him too, but he's already on a team. So he's with um, Detroit. Detroit. And uh, but they they also just hired a a new GM. Uh, Detroit. Well, they Bowen? were t- they were in talks. I don't know if it happened yet with uh, Jeff Bauer. Bauer, for, Bauer. For, former GM of the New Orleans Hornets, who started as a, a a TV tape reviewer scout, worked his way up to GM, temporary head coach, brotherhood, fat brotherhood. Yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> Lovely guy. 
So good for him. And uh, you know the 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 local team is the Toronto Raptors. Oh, uh, that, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. They will never. I will go on. They will never make it to a conference finals with Dwayne Casey as their head coach. Okay. Ever. They have the right. They have a good GM. It seems. The way DeMar DeRozan played in that series against Brooklyn was a shame. Right. It, either he was being coached to do that or the coach was not stopping that from happening. Right. Either way, it's the coach's fault. Right. And it was the most selfish basketball, some of the ugliest shots I've ever seen in my life with three defenders on him, early in shot clocks. It, it was just some of the most appalling ba- individual basketball I've ever seen. I don't care if he shot 14 free throws and still scored 20 points. It killed the team. Even how much, even Lowry, as he was good, but he was a bit disappointing to me too. He got in that mindset a bit too much as well. And I mean, when they were running pick and roll with Vasquez and Valanchunas and pa- uh, Patrick Patterson, I love Patrick Patterson. I love the name Grievous Vasquez. Yeah. So those three seem to have good two man games, uh, respectively, with, with Vasquez. And when, oh my God, when Garnett was guarding Valanchunas. He could score on him every time. He was just own, like he would own him every time, and they're like, "Why aren't they giving him the ball every time?" And then I watched DeRozan chuck up the worst shot I've ever seen. I'm like, just give it to Valanciunas. If he's, if he'll pass it. If it, oh. Patrick Patterson, love that guy. He's the best. But I think I think they're. Uh, I don't know why it's. Oh, we we, we made it to the playoffs. We got to reward Dwayne Casey. That's where I question the judgment of their GM. I would not do that. <laughs> uh, what did you think about all the Fairweather fans that uh, were granted an entire television channel during Raptors games watching outside of yeah. the arena? Oh, it's, it's fine. I mean, the, the Leafs didn't make the playoffs. That's all they got. So, like, there was a channel it's, on it's, television that just showed... What was happening outside of the arena? Even, I honestly, I was not aware of that. I didn't watch that. It long. was the most insane thing. And yes, the team is the Raptors. And of course, outside it was called Jurassic Park. That's ridiculous yes. and stupid. Yeah, I agree. Whatever. Whatever. They're, like, it's a city of 2.5 billion people. Or million, sorry. Did I say billion? Yes. Uh, million. Oh, it is. It is million. <laughs> It's not billion. It's there's not a billion. There's not two billion people in in, uh, in Toronto. That's correct. Yes, and uh, you that's know, way too many people. When your city's that big, you're gonna have some bandwagon jumpers. Oh yeah. Oh well. And we'll uh, we'll get to the baseball ones in sack time as well. Uh, yes, we will. Should uh, we uh, should we move on quickly? Talk NHL. Yes, I mean we're just about to start the third period Again? of Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals. Rangers Kings tied. At two in game one, Rangers were dominating the first period. It looked like the Kings kind of took over in the second period. But uh, yeah, so so what do you what do you what have your thoughts on the playoffs so far? I mean, I have a few things to say. Okay, well, you go first. Well, I think uh, as I said before, um, the only reason the Rangers are there is because they ran Carey Price and took him out of the series in the first game. All it was as much as you know 
Hamilton Bulldogs goaltender Dustin Tokarski came up and played the best he could. He's got a great nickname, Tigger. Uh, but uh, you know, it was it was a cheap running of the goalie. Um, the same player did it to Flurry in the series against the Penguins. Um, so you know, it's something that has happened before. That seems to be his thing: run the, the one of the team's key players and and see what happens. And then, of course, the series got kind of rough after that. And you know what? The Habs, they eventually they just ran out of steam. They had a really hard series against the Bruins. Um, I was over the moon that they knocked off Boston. Um, I couldn't watch any of the games. I put the games on the television and I sat in the other room or I was watching with my face behind a pillow. It's, it's too intense. I can't handle it. Um, it just upsets me when shit like that happens. I thought Subban was awesome. I think he's earned his $8 million bucks a year for his new contract that he's going to get. Um, I mean, yeah, he was kind of a dick in the off season, you know, uh, last season, um, by, uh, by holding out for money. Uh, but you know, you know, the term is put up a shut up and he fucking put it up, you know? And, uh, so I can't really, uh, say much about it. He, he played great. Um, as far as the, the Western conference goes, you know, I think, uh, I think the Blackhawks, everybody probably thought the Blackhawks were going into the finals. Uh, but uh, the Kings seem to be able to do something in these Game 7s. Well, yeah, that Game 7 was amazing. Yeah. And the playoffs have been extremely exciting. They have been. It's been a good year. I mean, and it sucks that the you know uh, the first round of the NBA playoffs were so good that I kind of was not really paying much attention I, I was to the, the same NHL way. Final I would watch you know, some overtimes, skip in between, tried to watch the bigger games. And if there was no basketball, and I would watch hockey, but it definitely took second place to basketball. Uh, but they uh, they've staggered NHL NBA Finals, so yes, I'm pretty happy about that. I think the Kings are probably going to win this series, and I think everyone is, or a lot, a majority of people are picking the Kings, and it just feels like it's, it seems too easy that New York will win. I just think like. Um when you when you look at, uh, I mean, yes, Henrik Lundqvist is a better goaltender than Jonathan Quick, but Quick can steal your games like he did two years ago. Yeah. Um, you know they've got. Uh, you know when you you build a hockey team, you know from the goaltender right up the middle. You know they they've got this all star stud of a defenseman and Drew Doughty, and their four centers are deeper than any other team. Um, you know, with with Kopitar and um, um, Mike Richards and Jeff Carter and uh, Justin Williams. I mean, like Justin Williams is the best faceoff guy in the playoffs right now, um, and Jeff Carter is one of the top scorers, uh, as is Andy Kopitar. And it's they're they're too deep. And when you get to the Rangers' third and fourth lines, not really that impressive compared. We'll see if Welland can bring the home the cup home yet again. Right. With yeah. Daniel Girardi. Yes. Who went to my grade school. Oh, how about that? Was he's he's younger than you. Yeah, three years, I think. Right. Was he uh, as good of a hockey player then? I don't know. He yeah. was a nice kid though. Nice kid? Yeah. Look at that. Rose City, Stanley Cup rings. Just goes hand in hand, right? Yeah. Although Nathan Horton was really from Dunville. No, no, but Paye was on the team. Oh Paye, that's right. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Look at that. 
Rose City. Like, what will surprise us next about Welland, Ontario? So, are you are you you're saying Rangers are going to win? Yeah. Guaranteed? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I really don't give a shit. I hope it's a good series. That's about it. I like Elaine Vigneault, although I'd like to see him lose in the Stanley Cup Finals again. Um, you know, I thought he was really he was a good coach when he coached the Habs. Um, I used to really enjoy when. Uh, he coached uh, Vancouver's farm team, uh, the Manitoba Moose, in the American Hockey League because uh, they would play, you know, the Bulldogs all the time. And he is so loud. Like, you could hear him yelling, like, plays and stuff from the opposite side of the arena, and it was very entertaining. Listen to A.V. Uh, if anyone's watching the, the final game of the Stanley Cup, a uh, little drinking game you can play. Oh. What, wait till the, the cup is won. Okay. And drink any time a player says, fucking right, boys. <laughs> fucking right. If you hear fucking right, drink, because that's all they say. Or uh, or if you hear, look at these beauties over here. <laughs> I've never heard that. Beauties is a big one. I just hear, beauties. Fucking right, boys. <laughs> fucking right. It's, it's ridiculous. And, of course, be someone who's got a giant beard. It's all they say. Yes. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you what you thought of uh, the 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 handshake line controversy between Montreal and oh, Boston with Lucic? with Lucic. He is such a douchebag. That's kind of a, that's shitty. He is the worst. I mean, that's the, like the the whole point of shaking the hands, which is like kind of one of the most interesting traditions was, in it, playoffs in any sport. Was it Weiss or Weiss? Yes. Okay. And apparently, he said it to Emelin as well. Yeah. So you and then I, the worst is Lucic. In the most ironic post-game interview, saying, "Oh well, what's what happens on the ice stays on the ice. If he wants to be a baby, he he could say, I don't care if he wants to be a baby.' Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, someone, it, I wish Weiss would have said what it was. I it, like to me that would have been the funniest thing ever. Yeah, he told me uh, he was going to fucking kill me next year. You know, and that's the, I mean that's for the people that don't know. Like at the end of uh, the playoff series in the NHL, the teams line up at center ice and they shake hands. I mean, no other sport really does it like that. I mean, yeah, you know, in the NBA, there's lots of hugging and stuff, but you know, baseball, nobody fucking talks to each other at the end of the World Series or anything like that. But this is just kind of an interesting tradition, and you know, whatever has uh, happened in those seven games, you know, it's put aside. You say, you know congratulations good series and you let it go but you know this d-bag um you know grabs two players during the handshake line and said you know i'm gonna fucking kill you next year i mean i mean like and he said it because like they just made fun of his goal celebrations that that's basically it and I think, well, isn't it kind of the Boston Strong thing too? Which I, I suppose. And there's also a great video clip uh, online as well uh, during one of the uh, uh, one of the NHL games on uh, NBC. Um, they had Patrice Bergeron mic'd up for the game, and there's a uh, there's a moment where uh, Subban hits him in the corner, and you can hear Bergeron say, "He says, hey man, come on, don't do that.'" and uh, uh, Subban says, "Boy, did I get you in the head?" And uh, and Bergeron says, "Yeah, you know you did." <laughs> and Subban says, "Sorry, I thought you were Marchand." <laughs> Marchand. Marchand. I I hate how he pronounces his name. Oh. It's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. Right. He is the worst. But uh, how does anyone like Boston? They are the most vile team. The Bruins. I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, I think the problem is is that. 
all the teams in Boston over, you know, in the last 10 years have had a lot of success. You know, the Red Sox have won three World Series. You know, the, uh, the Bruins won a Stanley Cup and they've been to a finals. And, uh, you know, the Patriots won a bunch of Super Bowls. And the old Celtics won a championship as well. So it's they've kind of been a lucky city. And, well, I, I suppose a bombing isn't lucky. But, uh, you know, as far as sports championships go, they've been uh, pretty fortunate in that area. Yeah, they've been good, too. It's, it's not like they're bad teams that are winning those championships. No. But uh, so it's kind of easy to dislike teams from Boston. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, the Bruins got a lot of dinks on their team. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure Bruins fans would you know think the same thing about Subban. Of course, you know when he scored that overtime goal in Game One, there were all these racist tweets and things out there, which is bad nowadays. Considering that Subban's I, younger I mean, brother, it, is, infinitely worse than what Donald Sterling said. Oh, much worse. You know, and uh, like Subban's younger brother. Is the Bruins goaltender of the future? <laughs> I, I, you could make an argument that part of Donald Sterling's what he was saying is just he's an old, confused man. These are young people who are aware. Oh yeah, have been brought up to be aware of these types of things and don't care. And through the the veil of the internet, feel like they can say anything to. Him. Well, I I remember like. Uh, um, the night that you know Barack Obama was reelected president, and like the tweets that were coming out from these young white Americans, male and female, were beyond offensive. You know, just crazy, evil, awful shit that people are saying. You know, it's it kind of sucks that that mindset is still out there. And you know, in in, in sports, I mean, you don't you only seem to see it in in hockey, right? Uh, do you get do you get a lot of it? I mean, uh, all all the stories that I've been hearing recently about, you know, the the racial remarks seem to happen during hockey games. Maybe that's just because we're in Canada and we get a lot of hockey stories, so we hear about it more. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. But I mean, let's like you know that guy in the Flyers who was playing in that exhibition game and someone yep. threw a banana on the ice. Yeah. Well, soccer's actually been really bad. Too. Soccer's terrible. Yeah. There, well, it just—I well, think it was just a couple weeks ago. There was yeah. a situation like that, and the guy went over and picked up the banana and ate it. That's hilarious, and like the best way to deal with that shit, you know. Don't let the people know that it, that it gets to you. You know, if people are going to be, you know, bigoted idiots, you know, just stick it in their face. Enjoy that banana; it's delicious, nutritious. Yes, I love potassium. Uh, well, I'm kind of tapped on NHL. But, uh, although when I was talking about Subban earlier, you had a big grin on your face, and I was waiting for you to say something. Oh, just because obviously you said he was the worst before. Right. You boycott- I, you're boycotting hockey. And, right. Uh, and I, I, but I, I brought it up. Okay, I said yeah, it. No, you know, yeah, you know, that's all. That's all. I wasn't hiding the fact that I'd said it in the Correct. past. That's so. why I didn't say anything. Okay. You were, you were hoping I was going to no, not no, say No, I brought it up last time, too. It's fine. Right. Yeah, you do like to do those things. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Rangers, you think are going to win? Yeah. Who wins the Con Smythe? Hank, King Henrik, say Marty Saint Louis. All right. I think the Kings are going to win, and uh, Anzi Kopitar is going to win Con Smythe MVP. Um, LeBron wins uh, the MVP of the NBA Finals for you. Yeah. Easily. If uh, if the Spurs win, probably Duncan, probably Tony Parker. I'm gonna say Parker. Popovich should deserve it. Parker win. for sure. Parker for sure. Yeah. 
So, all right. So let's uh, do our uh, our next uh, ball junk movie review. We both got a chance to go see uh, Disney's Million Dollar Arm, starring uh, John Hamm, Lake Bell, Lake Bell. I don't think I had ever seen her in anything before this. Not that I'm aware of. She's been in a few things I've seen. Uh, what's that old guy's name? Why can't I think of Alan Arkin? Yes. I always want to call him Alan Alda. I love Alan Arkin. And, oh, Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. He was actually a surprise in, in this movie. I didn't expect to see Bill Paxton. He had a terrible mustache. So, based on a true story. I'm going to assume it's loosely based. Did you stay for the end? When yeah. They sh- it seemed pretty yeah. good. Like, even the relationship part. Yes. kind of real. So the ba- the basis of this story is that there's this sports agent uh, who's running out of money, who's running out of clients. So he, he gets the idea to go to India where cricket is very popular and it kind of loosely resembles baseball. And he says, you know, there's, you know, there's a billion people, you know, Maybe we can get um, as a major league baseball player out of this talented pool of athletes, and he would be the first <sighs> Indian athlete to play in America. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge, similar to Yao Ming, a huge country that would be supporting this guy and open it up to a whole new market. That's a that's a cash cow. Sure. So they do the uh, the baseball pitcher equivalent of American Idol. and uh, Which really isn't that much of the movie. No. Actual contest. No, no. And, uh, and then, you know, they, they, the, the point of it is to try to get um, the best players that they can find and have them uh, pitch in front of some Major League Baseball scouts trying to get them signed so he can be their agent and make some money. That's the kind of the point of the story. Mm-hmm. Within a... Heart uh, tugging at the heartstrings, love story involved. It's 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 Disney. You know, it's still awful, and the the heartstring tugging was awful. Yeah, and just the manipulation of him treating them like dicks out of nowhere, out of nowhere, <laughs> out of, uh, just him, being an asshole. Them being Spike or sorry, Skype conversationalists out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff is because brutal. they the whole beginning of the like the the first time they're in the U.S. You know they're fascinated by the fucking elevator, and all of a sudden they're using Skype. Yeah, they're they're trans transition to speaking English very well was, was a little shocking. Was, was quick, and I will also say there's a pivotal moment in the movie, which Jer- which is Jerry Maguire esque, where John Hamm brings them to a party. He has ignored them completely. Up until that time, pretty much. And that's one of the beats. Like, you gotta... They need to think you believe in them. Right. <laughs> so he's going to meet with the future of his business yes. to make a big signing. And that's the night he decides <laughs> to bring them out to this party. Yes. What a brilliant idea. A terrible Why idea. Why wait till tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow. Take them to <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Spend the whole day with them. Yeah. Make them feel like they're your pride and joy. Maybe not take them to that party that night. It's really, I, that kind of stuff is awful. I mean, the idea is kind of interesting, but it was. What did you think about the music? Which is like ninety percent of the music in this movie was a blend of of hip hop with uh, 
East Indian, like yeah. Bollywood style music on top of it. I mean, honestly, the music was one of the least offensive things. In I thought too. it was God awful. Yeah. I didn't mind it. It just, and I was, you know, as you know, they, they started playing like the, that Bollywood style of music and I'm like, okay, makes sense. They're in India. And all of a sudden it becomes fucking hip hop. Yeah. I was, I was, but with an hour and a half in, I saw my lights dimming and I tried to turn my, my key and it was like oh the click at the click. I'm like, I'm fucked. So I kind of, that was more on my mind than the movie at that point. Not that I didn't know how it was going to end right. before it started. Right. But I, I didn't do any follow up research. I'm assuming these guys are maybe in the minor leagues. They're way down in the minor yeah. leagues. So, I mean, in terms of that, it's not all that interesting. I was surprised to find out the director directed Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah. Fright Night, the remake. Mm hmm. And Mr. Woodcock. How about that? So. You love Mr. Woodcock? I've never seen it. I'm really surprised that you haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what else really bugged me about... Uh, um, for a Disney movie, they really, really made fun of the East Indian accent speaking English. Yeah. I didn't find that. You don't. You didn't find that? Oh, I, I totally found that. I know. I thought... I didn't mind the chemistry between John Hamm and Lake Bell. More so Lake Bell. I thought she was pretty good, except when she had to deliver hokey lines, like when he snaps on her for cutting their finger, trying to teach them how to cook. Yes. She's like, you know what? I think you're just being a grade A jerk right now. <laughs> grade was, A jerk. Was it grade A jerk? Or something like that, or j- jackass. or Yeah. It was just that kind of stuff. But I thought she was actually pretty good, and natural in these weird calculated romantic moments she had a a bit of a casualness to it that was a little refreshing the first time you see her when she's walking into the house and he's leaving right away i thought oh they're gonna hook up in this movie oh i thought that when i if i would have seen the imdb cast (laughs) (laughs) I, i i have powers we know i have powers of prediction but I did not need to use them for this movie. What would you think about the uh, flamingo pitching pose? That was interesting, I guess. I don't know how accurate it is. I mean, it's really so by the numbers, long. I I don't know. It was just, I I don't know. I even liked uh, The Rookie from what I remember. Disney's The Rookie as a heartwarming tale. I didn't mind that. But this one, everything about it just fell kind of flat for me. Yeah. I have a hard time taking John Ham seriously now. Ever since I saw that uh, that uh, John Ham's John Ham commercial, have you seen oh, that the SNL thing? It's uh, John Ham's brand of uh, ham they eat in the bathroom. So mm. it's John Ham. Sure, yeah. John Ham. No, I didn't catch it. It's funny, but I, I have not liked him in his dramatic roles. Right, like, I didn't like him. I thought he was the worst part of the town. No, I try to remember some other ones. He's disappointed me. I like him in Mad Men. Uh, the worst is when they try to channel the Don Draper, where he says Don Draper stuff or the pitch meetings for right. the, like, do it like Don Draper would. It's the worst. Uh, but I don't know this. I didn't think he was that bad in this movie. I like the, the real sweat when he was in India. Right. Just sweat all over. <laughs> like, it, like just, I think I, in a podcast he was on, he was like, yeah, the first day he was, 
sweating buckets and they're like, just go with it. <laughs> we have to change shirts every two minutes. How did you feel that there was more than one reference of white people in India eating Indian food and getting diarrhea? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. I almost glossed over it, but that is definitely It's very true. strange that yeah. they did it more than once. Well, the, the weirdest thing to me in the whole movie, this is a small thing, but when he's sitting with his co-worker watching a cricket match, and this guy is a professional sports agent. He goes like, on. What is a stupid sport? What do you hit it? There's no rules. He goes you on a crazy rant about these cricket. Guys, these guys don't even do anything. This isn't a sport. I mean, I think anyone, if you think it's hard to hit a baseball, how could you not see the skill in hitting a cricket ball or catching it with your bare hands? Like the fact that he had no, he had such disdain and couldn't even see skill in this game is absolutely ridiculous. He did. Well, I, of course, the I, players. I, I chuckled a little bit on his his rant about cricket, especially the fact about you know when he mentioned the length of some of the games. I get, I get it, but especially considering they were inspired to find a player, clearly they must see some talent. It's like an afterthought. Well, he didn't, wait you know, a second. He didn't. How fast do these guys throw? He didn't see that until this like a few scenes after that it. though. It was days later. How could he not be aware of that? Of, of cricket. I knew what cricket was. Well, no other sport agent was at the time, apparently. So, but No, but you, I'm sure they're aware that there's cricket players and they have skill. Oh, I'm I was sure. Aware of the sport, I was aware of the sport of cricket since I was 10 years old. Right. When Casey Jones addressed it in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Got it. He's the great one. So, I... Yeah, uh, not, a, not a good movie as far as I'm concerned. No. So, uh, what's your rating on uh, two balls? Half a ball. Half a ball... It's, a, it's a less than John Cruck. What are you giving? It? Same? Yeah, half half ball, a ball. Half okay. a ball. Just one half a test. Two half balls. Yeah. Not, uh, not so much fun. Uh, shall we move into uh, Balls Around the World? Yeah. I, you up for that? Obviously. Okay. So I got a good, uh, good story here out of Japan. Uh, so they play a lot of soccer in uh, in Japan, and they have uh, some leagues out there. But there's one Japanese team um, that does air its games on television uh, that was having some problems with attendance and the fact that it looked terrible on TV when their teams were playing and nobody was in the stands. So they come up with uh, a cheap and clever way to make the stands look full. Cardboard cutouts dressed in their team gear. Nice. And not, not quality cardboard cutouts, like like childlike right. cardboard cutouts of adults and children. I like that. It reminds me of my friend Mark, who I worked at the cinemas with, and he took a Patch Adams standee, and he would take Patch Adams and put him in his uh, passenger side to go in carpool. <laughs> 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 and he would use Patch Adams in various... Uh, humorous situations. Patch Adams came in handy once in a while. But, uh, you know, some teams will, will give out free tickets to try to fill up their stadiums. Not, not these guys. They didn't want to uh, spend like the money. Probably looked like a Sega Saturn crowd. Take a look Video at this top crowd. photo. The top, li- top photo. It's even funnier. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty clever idea. Is that a Japanese Miami Heat? Are they the... It looks like the Heat's logo. It's the jerseys are dark red, like that color. Yes, yeah. 
Not everything's about LeBron James, you know. I agree. Just saying. Uh, so uh, the last World Cup back in uh, 2010, um, Paul the Octopus was, uh, you know, predicting the winners of each of the matches. So they've decided to do this same uh, tradition again by uh, getting an animal. This time, a very cute panda bear. Is Paul dead? In China. I don't know. I don't know what happened I, to Paul. I, I don't like being a dick, but I have to correct you. All right. Just gi- a giant panda. They're not bears. What? I can't let you call him a panda bear. Did I say panda bear? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's cute. They're adorable. They I saw them at the Toronto Zoo last they year. They do look like teddy bears. They do. They're vicious. Unfortunately, not bears. More closely related to dogs. Are they? <laughs> I remember. I think I remember that from a Ranger Rick magazine. Who's that? It was like... Uh, Is that like Owl, you know, magazine? Owl magazine? Yeah, it was Hot a competitor dog? to Owl magazine. Okay. Or Chickadee. Oh, that Chickadee. <laughs> Uh, yes, the super cute Chinese panda will become the uh, new star of the World Cup. They're going to, uh, he's got two trees, and they're going to place the, the the opposing team's flags in each of the trees, and whatever tree the panda climbs up will be his prediction. And they're going to do that before each game, I guess? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes, and uh, you know, there's no chance of... Uh, being any mistakes or uh, being or food being used as a lure to get to a specific team, just the flags in the trees and whatever tree this panda not bear wants to climb up. That's your pick. I'll be I'll be watching his picks. You in will be totally interested. Now, did in this. the octopus die? You already asked me that, and I said did I, I say don't no? know. Yeah, I don't I know. Hear. It's oh. probably consumed. Did I ask you that before the show or during the show? During like like. Two seconds Probably ago? two minutes ago, you Fuck. asked me if the pet, if the octopus was. I've got dead. Jay's memory right now. Who's Jay? Chill. Oh, <laughs> speaking of memory, uh, so this was uh, sent in from uh, a listener of ours. Uh, wanted to point out uh, kind of an, another wacky sport around the world: the World Shin Kicking Championships. This is a real thing. It's also known as hacking or purring. So is it whoever falls to their knees first loses? Here we go. Well, this is a combat sport. Well, it's two contestants attempting to kick each other on the shin to force their opponent to the ground. How about that? That's pretty good. Um, It's been described as an English martial art. Hmm. Now, do they alternate (laughs) kicks or do they kick simultaneously? I think you just kick. Uh, originated back in England in the 17th century, was one of the most popular events at the Cotswold Olympic Games, which was something uh, up until the 1850s. Uh, then it became a popular pastime uh, among miners. And then in the 19th century, it was practiced by English immigrants to the United States. And it was included in the 1951 revival of the Cotswold Games and remains one of the most popular events run now as the World Shin Kicking Championships. Mm. And the event now draws crowds of thousands of spectators. Do you think the term like, shit kicking boots evolved from shin kicking boots? Uh, there's probably a good chance. I like the fact that there are rounds and they, they hold on each other's collars. Um, Traditionally, they could, they wear white coats, which represent shepherds' smocks, and they try to uh, strike the opponent's shin with the inside of the foot as well as their toes. Um, apparently, uh, uh, some uh, 
combatants have been known to wear steel-toed boots. Uh, but now it's just uh, there's a special footwear that you wear, and you actually put some straw in your trouser legs for a little bit of padding. There are ambulances on scene. Now this I'm more of a shin kicking purist. This is the thing that I found most interesting. Okay. Um, obviously there are referees, but they're they're not known as referees. They're known as sticklers. That is good. Sticklers for the rules. Yeah. Like this, that's totally where that came from. 17th century. The stickler. That is really good. Yeah. I found that fascinating. Did you confirm that that's the origin of stickler? Or? No. But I just assumed. Wow, that's, that I is mean, interesting. If, if, if this thing originated in the 17th century, and if they had referees, and if they referred to them as sticklers, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's good. I enjoyed that very much. That was my favorite part. It's a nice find. Oh, yeah. And then uh, finally, I probably couldn't participate in this. And uh, at the moment, doesn't look like you would either. But there is a World Beard and Mustache Championship. So why can't you participate? Well, because I don't have a giant beard. Your beard's pretty big, right? Well, it's good, but it's... it's, uh, it's not like like a ZZ Top beard. Okay. All right. um, but the, this event is only held every two years to give people time to grow, which I think is really important. Do you have to shave? Is it what you can grow in that two-year span? No, I just think of how you style it. Um, here's the thing. I really think that this should be called the World Mustache and Beard Championship um, because the governing body is the World Beard and Mustache Association. But if they flipped... Mustache and beard, it'd be the WMBA. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Instead of the WBMA, the WMBA would be amazing. Yeah. Good call. So, so, but, uh, so this, uh, the W, the WMBA <laughs> has been around since 2004. They're the governing body for this championship. Uh, it took place, the first one took place in Germany in 1990. Uh, Germans love growing hair. I didn't know that, but, Apparently, that's a big thing. Um, like people from across the globe travel to be a part of this thing. Um, there's some great categories. What do you like? Is it just judging beards? Or do yeah, you, like, there's, is it there's, a sport there's, with there's, beards? There's, 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 there's some celebrity judges and uh, some professionals. There's a chairman, there's a master of ceremonies from this event. Um, the, some of the categories include best Dolly mustache. Um, best goatee and <laughs> full beard freestyle, <laughs> which entails. You know? I'm just saying, like as crazy as your beard can go. Oh, okay. That's freestyle. I thought maybe you prepared a routine. No. Um, 2009 event was in uh, South Central Alaska. The 2011 championship was in Norway. Like this thing moves around, and it's a huge deal. Maybe one day it'll come to Niagara. I think so. Um, there are three uh, different brackets of facial hair, mustache, partial beard, and full beard. Um, some of the mustache categories, the uh, natural mustache, I'm assuming that's your Tom Selleck. There's the English mustache, which is slender with extremely long hairs and pulled to the side. That's like your Dudley Do-Right villain. Yeah, I'm wondering if natural mustache is actually, if you don't do anything, maybe shave here, 
How how good is your natural mustache shape? Well, it has to be any trimming. It can't be more than one point five centimeters beyond the end of your upper lip. So Lanny McDonald would not qualify, but Thomas Magnum would qualify. Okay. Um, there's the yeah the Dali. There's the Imperial mustache, which is small and bushy. There's the Hungarian, which is big and bushy, and then of course freestyle. That uh, it doesn't match any of you those. You could do a pretty good natural stash. You think if so? You should, oh, if you shave okay. that beard, yeah. Uh, the partial beard, so there's your natural goatee. There's the uh, Chinese with the chin shaved and the mustache tips pulled long. That's the Fu Manchu look. Um, there's the musketeer, which is the long slender mustache and the beard pointed, like the musketeers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was disappointed that there's no Jim the Anvil Neidhart category. Right. Because that would be awesome. He Sideburns. Could, he could win best goatee, though. Uh, if you just have the Abe Lincoln... That's called the Alaskan Whaler, which sounds like if you went on to, what's that website um, with all the dirty stuff on it? The Urban, Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Yeah. If you typed in Alaskan Whaler, that's probably something completely different. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then uh, for the full beard, there's the Verity, which is short and round. The Garibaldi, which is broad, full and round. There's the natural full beard. There's the natural full beard with styled mustache. And then full beard freestyle. Get ready. Start preparing. Yeah. I kind of want to get there and check that shit out. <laughs> so that's balls around the world for the week. Uh, we got a lot of stuff for sack time. I was very excited. All right. Let's we do got, it. We got, some, uh, we got some good stuff. We got some um, Twitter questions. We got some email questions. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Ball Junk Podcast. And uh, send us your questions anytime. Uh, you can also follow each of us individually on Twitter. Um, dirty Frank uh, with three R's and Dirty. Uh, the Gas Man Lives. Or you can always uh, send us an email with questions and comments at balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. So let's get into sack time. First one, Jeff in uh, Toronto. Which late season edition will have more impact in the Stanley Cup Finals? Marion Gabarik or Marty St. Louis? Well, I picked him as my potential MVP. I'm going to say Marty St. Louis. And uh, I'm going to say Marion Gabryk, just to be different. Why not? Just to play that way. By the way, Marion Gabryk leads uh, the league in uh, playoff goal scored with 12. That's pretty good. He's Because he's always garbage. Yeah. I always pick him in hockey pools. Well, he was pools. garbage in the, with the Rangers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I pick him in hockey pools all the time. He fucks me over constantly. Now he's amazing. Uh, we've got a question from uh, Curtis, who's a... CFL fan, uh, Canadian Football League, for those of you around the world. Uh, what's the story behind the name of the new Ottawa CFL franchise, the Red Blacks? Seems uh, pretty lazy to me. It looks like they just named the team after the first two things they saw. If it was me, the new team would be called the Wiper Seats. The Halifax Wiper Seats. I'm assuming he was driving when he sent us this email because oh, yeah. um, that's actually kind of funny, the Red Blacks. Uh, so I did a little bit of research on that. I thought it might have had to do with uh, like rugby influence because uh, that's something. But according to the team president, Jeff Hunt, um, too bad his name wasn't Mike Hunt. I get it. Okay. I was doing the long pause for a comedic effect. Okay. All right. Uh, the Red Blacks. Oh, the crickets. Yeah. So. Please do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the Red Blacks represents Ottawa sports history and pays tribute to the Ottawa men and women who serve the country. Uh, from the original Rough Riders in the 1890s to the modern Ottawa Senators Hockey Club, red and black are the colors of Ottawa sport. Yep. 
There are also the ceremonial colors of Ottawa's Cameron Highlanders, uh, the Governor General's Foot Guards, and, of course, the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. That's what I was going to say. However, um, for me personally, I totally think, uh, although the Ottawa Red Blacks is an okay name, um, they're obviously going to, in Ottawa, they're going to have a big French Canadian community who are going to be cheering for the team. You know, all the people that reside in Hall, uh, which is just right across the river there. The French translated name is Le Rouge et Noir, which I think is a better team name. That's good. They, you know who they should have as their coach? Who? Jacques Rougeau. The pro wrestler. Because he was a Rougeau brother for the French crowd, and he yeah. was the Mountie. He was the Mountie. <laughs> so you get both. Yeah, that's true. He'd be great. He should be at least a couple of the games yeah. with his cattle prod. Because that was his gimmick. A uh, question from uh, Adam in uh, Toronto. Will goaltending be the X factor for the Stanley Cup Finals? Hank is the far better goaltender, but everyone says the Kings are a better team. Sorry, Adam's in Hamilton. My mistake. Um, yeah, everybody does say the Kings are a better team, but Hank definitely is the better goaltender. So obviously, do you think the main thing, if the Rangers win, uh, is it going to be because of Lundqvist being that much better than oddly, no. Johnny Quick? No. No? Disagree. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I don't think it's going to be. I think we're going to see a, quite a bit of scoring in this series in all the games. I don't think there's going to be any shutouts. I'll go on record. No shutouts in the. Uh, well, definitely not in game one. No shutouts. Uh, fair enough. Uh, I don't know if we already answered this uh, earlier when we talked about the World Cup. Uh, it's a question from Grant. It's actually my brother. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yo, ball junk, long-time fan, first-time caller. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Uh, Who's your Cinderella team for the World Cup? Uh, I mean, my Cinderella team is Croatia, obviously. (laughs) Yours is Italy. Or Uh, England. Because they're both not really favored. Like, really Cinderella team? Ivory Coast? Yeah. I was actually going to say that or Chile. Oh, yeah. Good ones. I'd go with that. Or Nigeria, because I love their uniforms. Uh, Nick has two questions. Um, one of them, um, I think he was kind of being an ass. His first question is, explain the rules of cricket in 20 words or less. Cricket? Cricket? <laughs> you got to know what a crumpet is to know what cricket is. Was that words? from the movie? Yeah. Was that your John Hamm impression? Well, that's Raphael. I'm talking Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. <laughs> with Casey Jones when he hits okay. him with the wicket. Right. Got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, his other question, are the Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays for real, or are they a first half flash in the pan? So right now, they're second in the American League and third in the majors. They're the third best record in Major League Baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays. It makes me very angry about this whole situation. I'm going to have to say flash in the pan. I, I totally think it's a flash in the pan. Um, I mean, Mark Burley's been on an insane streak, and I'm sorry, but he's in his mid-30s. He's not going to be able to keep up uh, the pace that he's throwing at. Yeah, he's 10-1 and one right now, but he won't win 20 games. Okay. That's my prediction. He won't win 20. I think he will. You think so? Yeah. He won't win 20. It's really hard to win 20 games nowadays. Just going to do it. Okay. Definitely somebody's going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion is going to slow down. I think so. Um, if they start 
losing, I think they trade Jose Batista right yeah. away. Totally. Because they can get a lot for him. And if they start uh, losing, then just get rid of him and, hmm. and get some quality stuff back. That's, that's what Interesting I think. Interesting thought. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I totally think they're going to come back down to earth. That yeah. division, always interesting, though. Boston yeah, so loses like 10 games in a row and, and then, then win seven. Wins, yeah, seven. So the O's still currently second in the AL East. Uh, they're uh, half a game out of the wild card. Mm-hmm. Having a good season. Yeah, I was supposed to go there this weekend. Yeah? Yeah. My Nelson dad. Cruz My dad sprained, severely sprained his ankle, so the trip is on hold. That sucks. Nelson Cruz, 20 home runs. Yeah, 21. He's juicing again. I hope so. Probably. I think Encarnacion is as well. Just don't get caught. Yeah, just don't get caught. Keep juicing. <laughs> and I think Chris Davis has stopped because he's not hitting home runs. But, uh, no, they've got a hell of an offense. Um it's the same story as last year, yeah. essentially. Like, the pitching is just a little they, they tend to win once their bullpen once bullpens get involved and if if it's a game where starting pitchers for the other team do well, they usually lose that game. Yeah. So how about them O's? Yeah, so uh and for all you bandwagon Toronto Blue Jays fans, you guys are the worst out of any fans of, of the Toronto sports. Blue Jay fans are the worst. Hmm. Um, because you know they're they're going to the games now and they're and they're cheering and they're talking about all. But when they lose, they stop going to the games and nobody and nobody talks about them. It's the absolute worst. It's true. It's just like once if they're not winning, then nobody gives a fuck, and that's a shitty sports environment. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I agree. It it, it is a little tougher with there being so many games, but like yeah. double. But I mean, I, I I've. You know, I used to have season tickets for the Blue Jays because I enjoy baseball that much that I would sit through all of those games. But, like, they, uh, you know, they'll get 50000 for the home opener and then the next night get 9000 Yeah, I think a lot of stadiums are like that, though, mm-hmm. in baseball. I don't know about that. I think so. Not in Boston. I think Baltimore's like that. Yeah. There, I mean, there are a lot of times when, um, you know, and because uh, I have extra innings and I'll just watch whatever and... You know, even even like teams like with the heritage of the like Chicago Cubs and people aren't going, and they've been shitty for a long time. But it's crazy that uh, some of those <laughs> stadiums are so empty. I think part of it, if Toronto had a better stadium, I think they'd get a better. It's turnout. one of the worst stadiums yeah. in all of sports. I hate everything about it. Um, got a Twitter question here from uh, at Sancho seventeen. Is that Sancho 17? No, it was 17 hours ago he sent it. So at Sancho 1, Phil Mickelson, phony or phoniest? Phoniest. Phoniest? Oh, yeah. Why? He's just a goof. Like He's got that stupid grin on his face. Is he the shark? No, that's Craig Norman. But they're, uh, this is coming out of the fact that he's been linked to, I think, insider trading and things along those lines and is denying everything. So we'll see how it, how it shakes out. I think how that he has said definitively, he, he did nothing wrong. So if it turns out he did, he's got to be the phoniest. If not, he's just phony on the golf course. The, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about golf. So it's kind of hard for me to comment on that question, but, uh, I went golfing last weekend. Did you, did First you win time in a while? 
Did you oh, win? I was fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm so. I'm so bad. I haven't golfed in three years though. So trying to trying to get back into it this summer. Tom Lehman's still the best though, right? No. No. Yeah. That's a shame. Um, there's a Twitter question from at Uncle Crumble. Hey guys, quick question: Which team has the best kit or jersey at the World Cup? Much love, Oliver. This has nothing to do with the fact that they're my team. Croatia's jerseys are the greatest. The checker jersey is the coolest jersey in the world. Okay. You don't think so? No. It's so unique. It, it's such a staple. Every other th- team's jersey is, you know, it's okay. It's kind of boring. You see those checkers, you know who's fucking playing. And it's gorgeous. And it's right out of their flag. They pulled it right out of the fucking flag. So did uh, the curling team from Norway. Their pants were amazing. Yeah, but they changed them every time. Yeah, that's what makes a, it a fucking fantastic. uniform is supposed to have consistency. It was outstanding. And it was. They were consistently awesome. Yeah. They're awesome, but not at the same level of a, a beautiful checkered pattern. Uh, I'm going to go with the Netherlands. I, I, that would be my second. I really like their other ones, the the blue with the orange oh, yes. embroidery. Very handsome. So that's that's I mean for you with the World Cup because the you're going to see uh so many like at least two or three different kits for each country. Mm. This is they're great also, for you. They're also boring though. A lot of them are, you know, pretty standard, one color. Ugh. Um the have you seen the all white US ones? Yeah, I kind of like them. You kind of like them? Mm-hmm. They look terrible. I like them. You're like the worst person ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is uh, from at ASOFG, which is uh, a slice of fried gold. Mm -hmm. You're aware of this Twitter? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Well, I saw uh, the the question addressed to us. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. The question is, is uh, at Dirty Frank, that's you. Is your theory of conspiracy in the NBA evident? How do the Cavs have the first pick again? It is very interesting. I don't feel like it's a conspiracy. I mean, there's someone... I've seen it before. I agree with the the original draft and the, the New York Knicks folded envelope. I can see that stuff. It's... It's a system under such high scrutiny now. They might fix it. Who knows? I wouldn't be, right. sur- I wouldn't be surprised. But for some reason, I don't think this is a conspiracy. Okay. I, I don't think they would reward them. I don't, right. I, don't, I don't see how making Cleveland better helps the NBA. That's true. I, I mean, if anything, I would, if there was conspiracy, I would have assumed the Lakers would have got the first pick. Right. Something like that. Or the Celtics. Yeah. The, sure. Cleveland. Who gives a shit about Cleveland? If anything... That's a weird anomaly of non-conspiracy to me. It's pretty crazy that they did get the first pick again, though. Considering how close New Orleans was to get, LeBron him. might go there. He could. It depends on who they uh, they draft. Now, um, we got some love from a, a podcast in uh, Ohio. Um, uh, it's called "With an Ohio Bias," 
and uh, they all they do is talk about uh, Ohio sports. You know, the Buckeyes, the Cavs, the Blue Jackets, uh, the Browns, Indians. Oh, speak, I watched Major League. Oh, did 25th you? 25th anniversary this year. How was it? Oh, I've seen it at least. Well, this was I think was my 252nd viewing. Okay. Uh, but there's a a triple-A baseball game or a single-A baseball game in Ohio area. The first thousand entrants get a Joe Boo bobblehead. And I want to go so bad. But <laughs> people are going to be lining up for days for this Joe Boo bobblehead. Could be. Anyway, so we got if some they, nice... If they manage to get one, all the power to them. That is probably... To me, that's better than the first pick in the draft, the Joe Boo bobblehead. We got a nice comment from these guys. Nice. This podcast. And uh, so I posed the question to them. Now that Cleveland has the first pick, uh, are they going to go for the Canadian trifecta and pick uh, Andrew Wiggins to go along with uh, Anthony Bennett and Tristan sure. Thompson? Yeah. And um, I believe the response was, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I think the everyone seems to be on the MB or – Parker. Yeah. I'd say more so Embiid. Yeah. Sorry for Jabari. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Who do you who do you think I like Cleveland pick, though? Think they'll pick Embiid? I mean if the Bills ever move, I will become a Browns fan. I will probably drive to Browns games. Wow. It's only three hours. So is Detroit. Uh Detroit's a little longer. A little longer. Yeah, I'd rather. But not. you're you're in, ra- you're like in the U.S. much less. I like to drive to Cleveland. I'll pass through Erie, get some tax-free goods. Erie's very nice to drive yeah, through. So I do like that drive to Cleveland, though. Yeah, so I've I've done it a bunch of times. Um, right. Uh, so finally, um, our super fan Stephen Carpenter has sent us another. Uh, it's kind of a long list of uh, LeBron James questions. So this is right up your alley. Okay, you love LeBron. Look at Scott Oak there on the TV. Are we going to overtime right now? Yeah. 2-2. Two, two. Mm-hmm. Game one. OT. Nice. Um, all right. Hey, Greg and Frank. Hope you guys are both doing well. Well, that's nice. I hope you're doing well too, Steve. Showing genuine care for our well-being. Uh, with LeBron James, the Miami Heat reaching the NBA Finals for the fourth straight year now. Do you guys see LeBron going down as the greatest player in NBA history? We've uh, kind of had that conversation. Yeah. It, it, in this era, absolutely. Uh, do you see him tying or surpassing Michael Jordan's six, six titles? Yes. But it depends on what he does. I mean, if he goes to Cleveland, it's, he's probably not going to win a title right away. They might. But there's you know rumors that you know he's going to stick around and Bosch is going to take the minimum and they're going to try to get Carmelo Anthony down to Miami. I don't think that'll ever happen. No, I don't think so either. He doesn't I really. I don't think they. I don't think Pat Riley wants Carmelo. Well, and I think those the three guys that are there right now, they they got the team concept right away, you know, and I, I, for some reason Melo just doesn't scream team all that exactly. much for me. If I if I mean to me for them a great fit would be Kawhi Leonard. Right. Plays hard D. Mm-hmm. Offensive weapon, team player. Like that's the perfect fit down there. So, do you think uh, LeBron will end up staying in Miami, or do you think he's going to Cleveland? I think they're going to win the championship, and therefore, I think he'll stay. If they lose, I'd say there's a chance he goes to Cleveland. How great would it be if he went to the Lakers? When he has, that would be the worst. He would never do it. He's too cool for that. It'd be the best. 
I'd have to. I, I, if he went to the Lakers, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary thought that I won't uh, even think about again. I mean, you know, within the next five years, the Lakers will probably win a championship. Their ownership is in shambles. They're not doing shit. Oh, no. Jim Buss will be gone. Their contracts are terrible. They're they don't in- have any contracts except Kobe. Yeah, the worst contract <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> and it's only two years. It's bad. So I said bad. five years. Bad, son. Mike Wilbon thinks that uh, if... Uh, if um, What's the coach that I was just talking about? Byron Scott? No, the 73-year-old. Oh, uh, Larry Brown. Larry Brown. Larry Brown and Kobe Bryant are, are together. He thinks the Lakers win 50 games. I think that's insane talk. So do I. But uh, it'd be awesome if they did. He uh, just recently heard that Chris Bosh wants to stay in Miami and willing to take a pay cut to keep the big three together. How much longer do you see the hate dominating the league if LeBron stays with the Heat? Dwayne Wade's getting old. LeBron is still in the prime of his career and I expect him to continue to be one of the best players in the world for the next several years. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they amnesty Wade. Yeah. If he takes his option. They'll figure it out. Pat Riley will figure it out. Keep up the awesome podcast, guys. Thank you. Sack time. Over and yep. out. Yep. So uh, once again, if you got a question, if you want it answered, you've got, uh, you want to know what our opinions are on something, tweet us, Ball Junk Podcast, or at Dirty Frank, three hours and dirty, or at the gas man lives and you should follow all three of our accounts. Yeah, of course you should. Because we always say wonderful, intelligent and thought provoking things. That's all I do. That's right. Uh, and you can also uh, send us an email, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you want a response on the email, I probably won't, but we'll read your question <laughs> on the podcast and then answer it there. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. So we're about to... Keys keys in the ignition. That's right. We're getting ready to wrap up the show. Revving the engine. I got my foot on the gas. It's gas pedal time. Yes. Are you ready? Love gas pedal. All right. Is that the position? I'm always worried because I'm answering so fast. I'm going to say something I shouldn't. Are you uh, comfortable in that position? You're sitting rather awkwardly. I'm double... (laughs) You are you're, you're you're you've got both hands on the the mic stand. Yeah, it's, like you're holding on for dear life. I thought I was thinking I was holding on, like I'm holding on to something else, like a, like a penis. No, keep oh. going. <laughs> kind of ice cream cone. Yeah, a little bit better. Ready to go? Yeah. Three, two, one. Dan Marino withdrew his concussion lawsuit against the NFL was because it would jeopardize his chances of a front office job with the Dolphins. No. He's a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Off to a great start. They were threatening his Isotoner's endorsement. (laughs) You're going to love this question. Canada is set to open the 2015 World Junior Hockey Championships against Slovenia. Will Canada win the gold medal? Who gives a fuck? We're the only country who gives a shit about this stupid (laughs) tournament. CBA talks are at a standstill in the Canadian Football League. Rumor has it that 98% of polled players want to strike. Is there going to be a strike? I couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) CML shit. (laughs) Texas will play St. John's Newfoundland for the American (laughs) Hockey League's Calder Cup. Who will win and how fucked up is that regional matchup? Theme, ooh, game over. Theme of this gas pedal. 
I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Why do you think I picked all these awesome questions? <laughs> this is awesome. Nick Saban is getting $55 million to coach the Alabama Crimson Tide for the next eight years. Is that too much or too little? Too much. He's a prick. Will he jump ship for more money elsewhere like that alleged bastard is known to do? Well, if there's ever allegations that uh, they have inappropriate recruiting tactics, he'll be out of there in a fucking minute. Knicks are rumored to be looking at Derek Fisher to coach. Is that crazy? Yes, he's the worst. Will Phil Jackson end up behind the bench? No. And finally, California Chrome is looking to win the Triple Crown this Saturday at the Belmont Stakes. Will the horse do it, or is it Glue Factory City? Yes, because the L.A. Kiss have Chrome helmets. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for Ball Junk Episode 9. The Los Angeles Kings just won it in overtime right at the end of our show. How convenient is that? We started the show when the game started, and boom, it ends. The gas pedal energy was working its way to LA. It was uh, a slight delay, and then as soon as it started, like a butterfly flapping its wings, I love it. it. Over. We'll see you again for episode ten. We are over and out. Balls. Woke up one day. What did I find? Holes in my pockets. Memories on my mind. So many. Things I lost on the way, but most of all, you pins and dreams carelessly spent, pieces of time, and who knows where they went. Is there a chance to pick up? the pieces and try for it all again Sometimes you're just so busy running